Well, hello. Uh, welcome to the Audio Roast podcast. We're doing things a little different right now. Uh, we're getting ready to do our fifth edition of Tournament of Champions with movie soundtracks. And we are going to draw our um, movie soundtracks, movies, um, from a hat. And we're going to do that and take a break so we can get it all in the brackets and stuff. So thank you guys for joining us. Um, I'm waiting for people to join us, but I know that you'll be able to see this on the rewatch. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get with Christy and Nathan. And guys, uh, go ahead. Each of you can draw eight movies from out of the hat. Feel free to show the hat in the whole the whole nine yard. There you go. It's a, yeah. D but don't pull the bunny rabbit out of there, whatever you do. Oh, man. No bunny rabbits. I'm not look at it, right? Are we doing it one at a time? Yeah, you can look at him. Yeah, you can look at him. You can. Yeah, it's it's all good. Okay. Ooh. All right. Uh-oh. Why can't you hear? Oh, hang on. I know why. Son of a gun. I'll bet you. Mm -mm. Yep. Nope. That's right. I can hear. Yeah, I can. I can hear. And it looks like they should be able to hear. Um, My feet is hearing. Hello. Hello. John, can you hear us? Got sound. Uh, okay. Good deal. Sorry, Elky. It was probably uh, your fault, not mine. Um, <laughs> we do this. We're doing eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Eight each. And you so can tell need... us what they are. Yeah. Oh. Mine is Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Which one? Because there's one and two. Oh, there's two. This was number two. Okay. okay. I got Wayne's World. Excellent. Ooh, the Bodyguard. Okay. The Big Chill. Nice. Huh. Just got that, actually. Yeah. Right. Batman Forever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roadhouse. Classic Jeff Feely. Yeah. Saturday Night Fever. Oh Ask man. The um, related Urban Cowboy. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. Ah, nice tie-in. What you did there? Back to the Future. Hey, yeah. Apollo Thirteen. Ooh, got some good choices here. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shrek. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. Batman, right. the, the original? The original. Nice. What were you going to say, Jared? Uh, I think that uh, Shrek is the only animated uh, of any sorts that we've got in, in the hat today. Well, Batman's animated. Underrated. I'm just kidding. But he is. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. And then my next one, Dirty Dancing. Nice. Top Gun, which has one song. Oh. <laughs> Get right. <laughs> what? It had Take My Breath Away. Well, I know. More, more on this later, kids. <laughs> oh, brother, where are thou? Ooh. Are we keeping track of how many you're pulling? Uh, I have one more. Okay. I have eight, so we're good. All right. <laughs> perfect. The last one is Night at the Roxbury. Night at the oh, Roxbury. Yes. Man, this is going to be an interesting episode. So mm -hmm. uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We're going to go ahead and start our pre-show, and we'll put all these movies in brackets, and we'll be back in just a second. So hold tight. Well, hello, everybody. What a, I'm putting too many buttons on. All right. So... Hello and welcome to the Audio Roast Podcast. I am your host, Jared Isaacs. Thank you for joining us and I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday afternoon. Um, be sure to check us out right here on Facebook if that's where you're watching. Uh, while you're watching, be sure to like the page, share the stream, and tag some friends. Also give us some you know, likes and loves and laughs, that kind of stuff as we're going along. Uh, if you're checking us out on YouTube, be sure to like and share the video and subscribe to the channel uh, so you get more of our future content and stuff. Uh, and if, if Twitch is your thing, you know you can catch us on Twitch as well. Um, you'll be the only one. Uh, also, you can check out audio-only versions of the show available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find your audio 
podcasts. Uh, it's 2021, folks. You know where to get it. Um, you can also um, become a Patreon member. We would encourage you to check it out at patreon.com slash the Audio Roast Podcast. There you can find special bonus content and early access to upcoming shows and events, even live events. And uh, your support allows us to keep doing what we're doing each and every week right here on the Audio Roast Podcast. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Oh, playlist. Uh, we don't have one this week because it's, well, we're doing Tournament of Champions this week. So um, do check out uh, past playlists and past audio episodes available on both Spotify and iTunes. Um, and, um, you know, you can also go to our website, audioroast.com, and get all the links to all this stuff, uh, our Patreon, YouTube uh, past episodes and audio episodes, all that in one quick little place. So um, that's what we've got. Oh, we're going to jump right into seven songs in seven days. So let's jump right into the list. I'm, I'm going old school. I wrote it down this week. So uh, in the number seven spot from Mindy Carter, we've got In Chains by Shaman's Harvest. Um, here's the deal, too. There was not a bad song on. There was nothing I disliked. I'll, I'll put it that way on this week's seven songs in seven days. So shout out to everybody that participated this week. All good stuff. Some of this was really hard for me to rank. What's actually really funny is um, I listened to them at the end of last week when you guys sent them after the show and I had them kind of in a rough order and I listened to them again today and I'm like, I reshuffled a lot of things. So it's crazy the the things that can change within a week and kind of what you're feeling. So uh, coming into the number six spot from Tara Fritz, We've got Funeral by Lucas Graham, a great song. Um, it's a, a sad song, but it's got kind of a twist on it. It's it's like the whole celebrate at the funeral and that kind of thing. And for me, like I'm a sappy, sensitive guy. Uh, I, I, I want if somebody's passed away, like I want to have that uh, that sappy moment there. So uh, just didn't quite connect with that one as much. And the number five spot, though, uh, Chris Hankins gave us was it 26 by Charlie Daniels. Good song. Uh, actually, one that I shoot me now, I'd never heard of before. Uh, if it wasn't Devil Went Down to Georgia, I probably didn't know it. So uh, that's that. In the number four position from Christy Pressler, we've got Better Without You by Evanescence, a fantastic song. I enjoy Evanescence a lot, and it's good to hear um, them still alive and kicking and doing some great music. Speaking of uh, great music, Brian Betancourt came in at number three with Liberate by Disturbed. Um, as you can tell, I was kind of back and forth between like, oh, I like the sappy stuff. And then I like, you know, I want to rock out and, and headbang and stuff. So, uh, good stuff. Thank you, Brian, for that. And the number two spot though, uh, this one was back and forth. Uh, we have 99 red balloons or 99 luff balloons, uh, by Nina. Really good song. It's an all time favorite of mine. I, I enjoy the beat. I enjoy that eighties nostalgia feel to the song. Great stuff. Um, but in the number one position, um, for personal reasons, probably this week as well. Uh, coming in in the number one spot is Abigail Burbridge with In Case You Don't Live Forever by Ben Platt. Uh, my gosh, now that's a um, that's a song for a funeral or kind of the afterlife uh, type song that really hits home. It's great stuff. Talks about what needs to be said uh, in case you don't live forever. So really good stuff. Congratulations to Abigail Burbridge for number one. So now then. Yeah, yeah. Is the time to go ahead and use the hashtag seven and nominate your uh, seven songs in seven days. Just any song, any genre, any style, or any decade, just make it a song, and we'll give it a listen over the next seven days and give it a rank because we can. Um, now, I don't have any fancy graphics for some reason for this, but uh, what did we do last week? We did some talk and shop. We did uh, talk and shop number six, where we just kind of, I mean, there was no real, 
just talk shop. We just talk shop, man. That's all it was. Um, let me uh, unmute you there. Uh, we just talk some shop. So um, we, we did do some trivia and stuff. And by the way, I still have two prizes that people have won that I have not yet um, seen. So whenever I see you, I'll give them to you. I know Brian is down in Atlanta today. So uh, when you get back from Atlanta, Brian, we've got some coffee for you. Holly, we've got some coffee still here waiting for you as well. So, um, But today we're doing our fifth edition of Tournament of Champions with movie soundtracks. And we've got some really great guests today that I'm excited to bring to you and introduce you to in case you don't know. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute. So stick around. I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at the Audio Rose Podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Audio Roast Podcast. So um, I am uh, I feel like I'm rushing around everywhere today, but uh, I'm pouring my cup of coffee for today. Um, let's see here, Josh. Let's uh, go ahead and kick things off and see what we've got. Oh, we're going to jump right to the comments. Um, actually, before we do that, let's go ahead and tell them what we're drinking. I, again, I don't know why the, the graphic for this is not there, but we are drinking some breakfast in a... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what had happened? Oh, Check. There I am. That's what had happened. Yeah. We're drinking some breakfast in America. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There you are. Hey, Josh. Here I am. Here I am. So, yeah, breakfast in America. Tell us a little something, something about that. Okay, well, breakfast in America is a light roast morning brew. It's nutty, sweet citrus, and dark chocolate. How about them blueberries? Tastes good. <laughs> yeah, even though it's not breakfast time, That's we're right. still we're still gonna keep it in rotation. Some good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. Now that I've got all mine fixed up, see, I didn't even have my cup of coffee ready. That's how out of sorts I am. All right. So now then, let us uh, go to the comments. So I hope I hope that we don't have audio issues all of a sudden. Um, right now, is everything? Can you hear everything? All right. If so, we're good. Uh, if not, let me know what it sounds like, and we'll see what we can do. Um, so Brian says hello from Atlanta. Um, yeah, Mike says funky audio going on also. Uh, fun day Sunday. That's right, Elke. And Paul Carson's here with us. Uh, Paul says nice. Yeah, um, really enjoy the stuff with um, with Cassandra and um, oh lord, I just forgot his name, the Stone Sour guy in the in the life project i think it's really good stuff and i'm really excited to see where it goes so uh good stuff man good stuff i'm also excited to hear this new paralander stuff um david says somebody stripped over the cord i agree all right kim garmory says hashtag seven moving right along Fozzie bear and kermit the frog oh i see what you did there uh okay kim are you traveling or are you are you back home M wondering minds must know um uh, speaking of garmory uh scott garmory is here with us and says hashtag seven ending days by paradise lost 
All right. And Julia Lay Cobb says, hashtag seven, Garden of Eden by Guns and F and Roses. N enough said. Um, CJ Garmo with us as well. Uh, hashtag seven, Kids See Ghosts Reborn. All right. Uh, congratulations to the winner of the song. Yes. Congratulations to Abigail. Um, oh, I don't know why my comments jump around like that. Uh, Christopher says, I got to get me some of that fire rock and roll coffee as many times as I've been there. I have still yet to try any. Well, my gosh, Christopher, it's good stuff. And you are missing out, my man. We've got to uh, stick around because we're going to be giving a bag away of some breakfast in America. So it's enough to make a pot and you can try it. So just got to, you know, know the right answers or something. We'll figure out what we're doing for this week's um, giveaway. Brian Betancourt says, Louie Louie by the Kingsman. Uh-huh. I see what you did there. Uh, and Elkie says, hashtag seven, love will win by Paralandra. All right. Kim says, sounds good. I can hear you. Good stuff. Josh Rand. Yes. Thank you, guys. I knew his name was Josh. I couldn't think of his last name. Mike says, audio is fine during the Life product uh, uh, Project video. The audio was really wonky. Uh, didn't do the song justice. So, yeah, I'll replay it at the end of the episode. And uh, now that I've made my adjustments, and hopefully that'll sound also, better. Also, we're broadcasting in mono. so There's that. that. Yeah. There's that. So if you're looking for a stereo sound, you ain't going to get it. Right. What he said. What uh, he said. So, Josh, how many do we have? Is that seven? We need one more. We need one more. Um, autocorrect changed it to product. Yeah, I figured. No big deal. I, but you did make me second guess that, Mike. I was like, wait a minute. No, it's project, right? Not product? Yeah, project. All right. Uh, so we need one more. We were just talking about Mike McCord. We were earlier. just talking about we talking old about... Mr. Photography Man himself. That's right. Mike, when are you going to be making your way to Springfield and shooting some bands again, man? We are we were talking about uh, the good old days. And where's Mike McCord been? So... Uh, speaking of uh, back, though, and Mike McCorder being back, I'm glad to see the mustache is back on Mike McCorder. Is the mustache back? Well, I think he's doing the goatee thing, but yeah. as long yeah. as he's got something up here, he doesn't look like a kid. No, you're just a fan of the mustache. I am. You're a stash fan. I am. I am. Um, Chris Schneider says, hashtag seven, love bomb baby by Tiger Tails. Got it. All right. And that'll wrap up. I our saw seven. Chris the other day. Did you? Yeah. I haven't seen Chris in a minute. Yeah. I need to hug were... that guy's neck. Was on, I was loading up my gear for uh, the gig we did the night before. Let me guess. He waited until it was like you had almost all of it in. And he's like, hey, you need a hand? No, not even that. I had already gotten everything in our car. And he's like, hey, Josh, sorry I didn't come out and see you guys last night. Uh, like, that's fine. Yeah. But he's been a busy guy. Not to help load out. So. <laughs> Indeed. Um, oh, uh, so for an extra, uh, in case we need it, Josh. Uh, Paul Carson says, uh, you're to blame by Mammoth uh, with uh, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay. Got it. Uh, Mike says, nobody is more happy about, nobody is more happy than my daughter than the goatee is coming back. She hates it when I shave. <laughs> hey, man, you look like a kid. We all, if I shave mine right now, I would feel like a kid too. So I get it. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and move on. And meet today's guest. Oh, I did the wrong one. Yeah, there you I'm go. Bye, in. Josh. Hey, thanks. <laughs> All right. So our first guest, um, many of you know and have seen her out and about in many different local music establishments. Uh, let's give it up for our good friend, Miss Christy Pressler. 
What up, Christy? How's it going? Doing good. Good. Everyone else is doing good. Yeah. Thanks for being here and thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Well, yeah. It feels weird to not see your comments as we're going through. So I'm glad to have you here because I'd feel naked without you. Well, no baby, correct issues. Baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank you very much for being here, Christy. I appreciate it. Uh, I think we're going to have a very fun show today. Um, all right. And our next guest, uh, some of you may know, some of you may, may not know. I didn't know until I think like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, something like that. Um, <clears throat> actually, whenever, for those of you that uh, know that we have our own audio roast coffee available at uh, Classic Rock Coffee, um, you know, the Pop-Tart flavor stuff. When we were formulating that, this guy came and, and was chatting with Nick and Nick was uh, Nick Kreider, excuse me, was talking and saying, hey, you guys should, you know, there's there's commonalities there. You, you should have them on the show. And I said, oh, really? He said, yeah, he's really into movies and stuff. I'm like, perfect. Guess what's on the books? So uh, go ahead and welcome at this time, Mr. Nathan Jones, not James. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Yes. How's it going, Nathan? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great, man. Thank you so much for your time and for being here with us. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm also excited to meet everyone and. All the people in the comment section too. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're we're our own little community that's uh, constantly growing and welcoming new people. So we're happy to have you, man. Um, all right, so let's um, let's see what we've got next here, Josh. All right, so turn to the champions is getting ready to happen. Let's go. Uh, let's go here. And what I'm gonna do? Um, all right, enough of that noise. <laughs> I thought it'd be cool, but you know, it's it's already too much. It is annoying. Um, yeah. So I'm going to because I thought I thought I had this all planned out that I was going to be able to do this during the uh, pre-show part, but technical stuff doesn't like me, so you know how that goes. Um, Imagine that. I know, right? So in the meantime, Josh is going to tell you a little bit about how his show went at Carrie's this weekend and when his next show might be. Our next show? Well, actually, let me let me do. You you, me, hey, there, there I am. So we played at Carrie's Friday night and it was really packed. We oh, had a good time. So uh, much fun. I'm actually so much fun. I'm gonna take you off camera for a second. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. So um Christy was there. Uh we, we celebrated uh Jessica Jones's birthday. Much love to much Jessica love Jones. to Jessica Jones. I don't know if she's on here, but uh she is. Happy birthday once again. No relation. But no. <laughs> <laughs> all you Joneses are related. Everyone's just trying to keep up with us. Can you imagine you guys being the one to connect them together? Lost family members. That's right. <laughs> that's what this show is all about. Yeah, that's what music does. Mm -hmm. It brings people together. Mm -hmm. Speaking mm -hmm. of bringing people together, you can bring people together next Friday night at Shuffle. That's our next gig. Ooh, it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, I'm I'm hitting all the wrong buttons all at once. It's it's great. It's great. <laughs> so glad we're live. This is so great. I enjoy being put on the spot. I mean, right. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Everything's coming up. Well, only for us. Okay. Yeah, I hope. If not, oh well. Um, So I need to adjust. Oh, my gosh. So much stuff. So much stuff. What is actually happening here? I'm just seeing how since I'm already short as it is, this screen's making me even shorter. I didn't think that was impossible. That was possible, but apparently it is. <laughs> well, look at there. What's going on? Oh, Lord. And I had to... um adjust my seat lower Get yeah shorter. there you go never had that problem before <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i feel you i the trade-off is sciatic pain yeah you get older you're right yay yay yes all people so christy have you seen any new shows any good 
shows this weekend or basketball? Well, of course, identity crisis. You saw us, Craig. but I'm not. I'm not asking for like <laughs> compliments. I, oh, everyone else? deserves a compliment, sir. Oh, well, but I'm um, also Plush. I got to see them last yeah, night. I was there too. And they actually play some new stuff. If you're familiar with Plush, they definitely are um, cover alternative band and the fun stuff. Brian Lawson's a bassist. He's in several bands in the local area and just a great, great time and great people to be around. And he's played with the Osmonds. He has. He has. Mm-hmm. He's even played with Greg Frazier. <laughs> has he? <laughs> I think that was the dropouts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's good stuff. Um, I know uh, either last weekend or weekend before, Red Light Runner did their debut at Ernie Biggs, and that was a packed yeah. show, and it was I so heard, much fun. I heard about that. I've never mm-hmm. seen a live band play at Ernie Biggs. I've only seen, like, the two pianos, and I have seen, like, mm-hmm. somebody with a guitar kind of thing, but I've never seen, like, a full a full band there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. think that's something they started, like, they were probably one of the first bands that they had do that. So I think so. I think maybe one other band was before them, but it was maybe on an off night or like a Thursday night or something like that. Right. But yeah, they they killed it. And the sound man, Matt Baker, shout out to him. He did such a great job at that night and good times for sure. Matt Definitely support your local job. people for sure. All Nate, right. have you seen anything? Um, actually, the the last show that I went was actually Moon City back um right before the 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 shutdown and then, oh yeah yeah so um so nick Ryder and and company yeah uh yeah and then uh i i plan on this summer going hopefully to chicago because there was um uh i guess an anthrax and a converge uh tour which i'm really super excited about wow. hopefully they'll bring that back and uh I'm a, with joey or without joey belladonna uh, and anthrax hopefully with joey i hope i so. would assume so yeah i would hope so but yeah, that's what that's what I look forward to because I'm a I'm a metalhead. So, yeah. Have you heard? I'm the- finding that we have so much in common. It's ridiculous. This is great. <laughs> I love this. Have you heard Anthrax's version of "Carrying On My Wayward Son"? I haven't. You haven't? No. No, that's so. Guar. No. Oh, Anthrax's version Guar. of it. And if you play the songs like on top of each other, they're like note for note. Oh, freaking gotcha. Then it's something different for sure. Um, Guar did a uh, a cover of it, and it was uh, it was like a live thing. Yes, I've seen that. it was yeah. fantastic. I need, that's, I need that's my preferred version now i need more anthrax and public enemy cola. right i need more mm-hmm. of that that's... also as uh, scott from anthrax his other band the damn things they mm-hmm. were here in town that was such a good show and scott was right there in front of me i got to see his glorious playing right there it was it was great <laughs> did you see any good shows in china no, no. i almost uh, there was actually so I, I was there everyone who's who's watching is like why where were you and yeah uh, I was there to teach um, for four months, and this is before everything kind of you know went south in the world. Um, and uh, yeah, there was actually a band that actually was coming over there. I think around the same time that I was there, and um, it, the name is literally escaping me. It's a it's a it's a band uh, a lot like uh, Neurosis. I don't know if anyone knows that band, but it's a lot like that. And uh, but no, I did not see any live music there, unfortunately. What did you I teach did. over in China? I taught public speaking. Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone's favorite. In Chinese? In English. Okay. I only learned a little bit of Mandarin. Mandarin is one of the hardest uh, uh, languages to learn from what I've heard. Yeah. Like one word it has four different like enunciations. Just depends. Yeah. Wow. And it's and, very vowel based. Mm-hmm. And if you like screw up your vowels, it can totally mean something else. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of moments like that. Yeah. Just ordering food. And they brought you like a hand or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, once in China, I can't say, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, I guess I could do this too, so we can see the comments. Probably could see what everybody's. Uh, I'll let you handle that, Josh. Checking comments. Where are the comments? Oh, yeah. Anything. You can't. You, I can't I'm see anything. Thank you, you Julia. <laughs> I will. I I will look at it on my phone. Yes. Okay. So nobody's more happy than okay. Got that one. Uh, Elkie was sorry she missed us. Well. You missed a lot. There were a lot of people there. We had some guests on stage, and we had uh, Jimmy James and uh, Chris Palmer on stage helping us out at one point. Uh, did you hear Southbound Bar changed to Kiss Bar and going to do more rock and metal? I hope I hope that they invite um, other um, genres. You yeah, know? because there's a lot of uh, a lot of different things that need to be exposed in Springfield. Uh, hey, looky here. We've got somebody from Twitch. Um, says, uh, let's see here. CJ Draws and Games says, hi, how's everyone? We're doing great. Having a great Sunday. Yeah, Thanks for joining good. us. Um, I'm always curious when we have new people where you're joining us from. I hope that uh, this Kiss Bar, uh, what all the bands do, they have to dress up as Kiss. That's yeah. actually the exact comments I put almost. I said, uh, does this mean we have to play like Every, all Kiss songs? Everyone. Yeah. Well, everyone. Yeah. And the different genre that that, that band plays, like, you have to do a different rendition of it. Yeah. I, I'm so down for that. Yeah. They look like they already posted some events for the upcoming months. That oh, really? Already different kind of bands already getting started there. And like they're going to do a Green Day tribute and a, a I believe Allison Chains tribute. So they're already on the on the ball and getting events, you know, taken care of and. And definitely shout out to Dan, everyone that is a part of Shuffle because they have they are great people. And I yeah. hope, we, I hope we, we don't see the last of them and they're around for sure because they definitely been helping out, especially last year with the uh, COVID situation. And they did the summer concert series for people to see at home. And yeah, so I, I agree, Christy. That's a great point to bring up. Um, shout out to Dan and, like you said, all the other uh, people there at uh, Shuffle, uh, Jeremiah, everybody that's been a part of that it's yeah. it's been quite a thing to navigate and i hate that uh that we made it this far into it and uh you know but i'm, I'm sure there's <laughs> i'm sure there's a lot more uh going into the equation than than just covid Show so. must go on. that's right that's right speaking of which we're halfway there i'm i'm <laughs> moving right along well, julia lake hob julia lake hob we're not are dan. we them we're not them now, i'm doing my dan impersonation of who's uh, that Who'd he ever be? <laughs> of, uh... Just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Old Spice Man. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Julia Lacob says, well, Christy, you looked tall in the saddle yesterday in that picture <laughs> you posted. Maybe I missed it. Yeah. yeah. I was in did, you, did you actually put it in a quarter, by the way? Say what? Did you actually put it in a quarter, by the way? Yes, I actually tried. But those machines, they want a whole dollar now. What? A whole yeah. dollar? Yeah, they want you to do a whole dollar in quarters. And... Times have changed. Yeah. Okay, so, so does that mean you get to ride it for an hour? What type machine are we talking about? <laughs> so I was in Princeton celebrating uh, my sister's birthday, okay. which is today. So happy birthday to my sister, Leanne. And uh, we were just sightseeing before dinner. And I forgot, uh, Julie Lake Cobb, you, uh, you caught the name of the, of the shop. You may have to uh, post it again. But yeah, we were just killing time, and I saw the little uh, automatic machine in front of the store with a horse. I'm like, I'm going to get on this and have some fun, and there's a nice little picture of me, you know, striking a pose, and got a good laugh for a lot of people, so just me cool. being me, little goober <laughs> here. <laughs> Chris love Snyder it. loves Guar. That's, that's no surprise. 
At least well, loves they're the just war lovable, version. They're just lovable people. They I mean, are well, people, not the right word. <laughs> Characters. They're, they're aliens, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are aliens. That's their backstory. Uh, Mr. Like Perfectionist over there, gonna make them all wind up. Yep. Right. Yeah. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. I've got two more to go. Two more to go. So we got to waste time for two more songs. Yeah. You know. If I was thinking ahead, I would have some cool music. We could have. Yeah. What was I thinking? CJ's from France. CJ's from France. Oh, that's cool. So, what's funny is you we were talking about Mandarin. I took French in high school. I also uh, took French twenty four years ago, and like I can only say a few things in French. Uh, one of the only one that really sticks sticks out to me is "Je ne joue pas which we'll see if he knows what it means. I'm sure he does. Do you remember what? It, do you know what it means? I I took uh, French twelve years ago, and uh, the only thing I said uh, is uh, just nonsense because it rhymes, and it's uh, uh, "Excusez moi, il fait froid." Excuse me, it is cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come see, come saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I asked, um, uh, do you play tennis? <laughs> or football? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Bibliotech and Pomplamoose. I got that from uh, uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their French song. Oops. So Julia says her band Bender volunteers. As a tribute to wear Kiss makeup for a show. Although everyone but me will be fighting over who gets to be Gene Simmons. And we and we're a five piece band, so that has to be a repeat somewhere. There you go. That reminds me of the Kiss guy from one of the Foo Fighters shows they oh, went on tour a couple stuff. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I it was probably the whole thing was probably rigged, but it was still great to see. <laughs> The guy killed it. They got him on stage and they, they called him Kiss Guy because he had mm-hmm. Gene Simmons makeup and uh, they did Monkey Wrench and killed it. It was great. Yeah. And yes, I did say Julia Hobbs. Name right. <laughs> All right. I think we're it's getting there. Are we getting there? Something's, Finally. Something's happening. I'm just waiting on the computer at this point. And yeah, the store is Dick's 5 and 10. That's yes. what it was called. It's a really cool place. That's yeah, uh, near the French Quarter or whatever that the there's a French Quarter in Branson. Well, it's supposed to look like French <laughs> Quarter. The, or the, by the landing, I know the landing. Yeah, it's supposed to be <laughs> modeled after the French Quarter. Yeah, ah, yeah. See, yeah. Everything anyway. five cents and ten cents. Yeah, still it, not really. Oh, shame. I mean, if you if it takes a dollar to ride a, a mechanical horse, then <laughs> yeah. so be it. <laughs> But still, that seems like a bargain, right? I mean, hey, probably the best dollar I've spent in a while. Probably. All right, uh, there it's loading finally. Load. Um, let's see here if I can get. Oops, I probably hit the wrong button. There we go. Here hey, I am. I'm not just a voice you. anymore. Uh, I'm back. Oh, sorry. All we see in the house is is that but everybody saw that so <laughs> just so you know that'll happen periodically that's like an ongoing inside joke for anybody that's actually been on the show it's like whoa why am i just seeing me but nobody at home sees what what we just saw so it was funny if you missed out you missed out um cred i just realized i did that wrong <laughs> <laughs> not all of that just one little button i just don't 
I'm, I'm very secretive about my behind-the-scenes stuff. You know? So, uh, <laughs> for real. Movies. What is it about movies that you guys like? I mean... Oh, uh, for me, it just... Uh, Why the obsession? Why? Well, I'm the youngest. Grew up young. I'm the youngest out of seven. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you have siblings, you want to be away from your siblings. So, just watching movies on my own time. Just kind of daydreaming to those movies. And especially, you know... When you're stuck home, not be able to do anything. If you're going outside for a little bit, or it, even with your with your family, watching those movies is just it's just that that nice tender feeling you get when you're just sitting there, like kind of like having a nice warm cup of coffee. Speaking of which, but uh, for me, it's just always been a nice thing, nice reflection of pausing, just taking a minute to yourself, and just kind of get away from everyday life for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So hey. it's kind of some escapism in there, then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm the oldest of two, so uh, I also had to escape from my younger sister. But um, you know, I just always I've always loved stories, and um, you know, and all different types of stories. And I, I mean, I grew up with probably you know fantasy and sci-fi and horror and a bunch of that stuff, and a lot of those movies. And now I've now I love romance and drama and literally all of it, and so uh, comedy. So I, I I go for escapism, but also learning to connect to other people that aren't. Um, and they're in different spots of their life and also just have different life experiences. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously a lot of the times it's fiction. Um, sometimes it's nonfiction, but for the, for the most part, I, I enjoy connection with uh, other people. And, um, for some reason, I think movies do a really good job of, you know, connecting to people, um, and into things that maybe we don't expose ourselves to in our own life. So that's how I, I, I see it. And so escapism plus that. Is there a particular genre that you guys are are fans of? I know Christy likes horror. Yeah, definitely um, classic horror um, from early 1930s to Bela Lugosi mm-hmm. to you know Nightmare on Elm Street. I got to meet Robert England that played him, and this one tender moment for me because he's such a lovable guy in real life. It was great. See, and- I knew him from V. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you remember that? Yeah, that short-lived show. <laughs> yeah, very short-lived. It was a miniseries, and then it was a television mm-hmm. series. But... Yeah, definitely horror, and then um, classic comedy. Um, Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks movies. Mm-hmm. I have all of his collection, and the physical comedy, and those cornball kind of movies, and the um, I forgot what the what you call genre, but the the parody movies. They're so so much fun, like you know, scary movie, hot, yeah. you know, Hot Shots, and so. I tend to lean to the either the pretty you know cornball comedy or the cornball horror, basically. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, guys. I think I finally have got my together. So let's see here if um, now's the moment of truth. Um, right there. Boom. Hey, look at that! Wow, it worked. Thank God. All right. So um, yeah, Kim Garmory says, "Get it together, Jared." I'm trying my best. Uh, Stephanie, thanks for joining us. How are you guys doing? Doing great over here. All right. So our first, um, let's see here. Actually, let's, uh, Josh, can you, never mind. There we go. Um, <laughs> too much to explain. I'm just going to roll with it. Some of you um, are definitely not fair already. I know, right? But I, I kept them in the order that they were drawn. So we've got Wayne's World, or at least I, I tried. Uh, Wayne's World versus Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is our first one. Um, another thing I forgot to tell you, Josh. Would you mind looking up the, the track listing for these? <laughs> the look on his face. <laughs> well, yeah. I can, you know, actually, if you want to, you take Wayne's. You take Wayne's World, and I'll take uh, okay. Guardians too. And then we'll uh, 
reconvene. Not like I got other things to do here. <laughs> what else do you got to do? I don't know. We what? may should have had a production meeting on this. First. I think you're right. We're flying by the seat of our pants for the okay. first time, and it's kind of weird. All right. Oh, so see. I do top, you do bottom. <laughs> we gotta do the Wayne's Boy, that can be interpreted oh, so yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, show are we in? First, we're talking about bags and stuff like that. Now this. Riding mechanical <laughs> horses. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Urban Cowboy later. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So uh, you've got uh, Wayne's World, and I'm doing Guardians 2. Uh, and let's go over to the comments. Uh, Stephanie says, we're great. Enjoying the weather. Yeah, what a great day it was mm-hmm. today. If you were able to get outside, you uh, you definitely were able to see the, the nice weather because it was, what was it, like 72, 75 degrees today? Good stuff. This is me buying time because. <laughs> All right. Well, the weather's going to be better when I go to Florida this week. I'm so excited. Ooh, oh, where are you wow. going? I'm going to Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale area. Going to see my brother. Nice. Good times. Good times. I got some family going to Florida this week, too. They hire you for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, hi, I don't know you, but I know you're your family member mm-hmm. <laughs> ish. <laughs> All right. I got my sound. Okay. My last, Let's listen. hear what we okay, got on Wayne's so- World. Wayne's World, we have Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, okay. Hot and Bothered by Cinderella, Rock Candy by Bullet Boys, Dreamweaver by Gary Wright, Sicamica uh, Nencio by Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> uh, Time Machine by Black Sabbath, uh, The Wayne's World Theme by Mike Myers and Drew Carvey, Dana Carvey, I'm sorry. Uh, Ballroom Blitz by Tia Carrera. Foxy Lady by Jimi Hendrix Experience. Feed My Frankenstein by Alice Cooper. Ride With Yourself by Rhino Bucket. Never heard of them. <laughs> Same. Uh, Loving Your Loving by Eric Clapton. And Why You Want to Break My Heart by Tia Carrera. All right. Some good stuff. Um, so for mine, I've got... Um, oh, I just... Uh, Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra, Fox on the Run by Sweet, uh, Lakeshore Drive by Alawada Haynes, Jeremiah, these names, uh, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. I'm Actually, let's do this. If there's if there's a hit, just say the hit. If there's a bunch of junk, we'll skip that. Um, so we've got uh, Southern Nights by Glenn Campbell, My Sweet Lord by George Harrison, Brandy or a Fine Girl by Looking Glass. Um, um, Surrender by Cheap Trick. And uh, that's kind of all the big hits. So, based on all that nonsense, uh, Christy, what do you think? Are you going to vote for Wayne's World or Guardians of the Galaxy 2 as having the better soundtrack? I'm going to go with Wayne's World because if you think about it, Guardians of the Galaxy were influenced by movies like Wayne's World and earlier movies that had great soundtracks. Also, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, that intro. I mean, even Freddie Mercury watched it before he passed and said how amazing that was. And that they used to do that as well. Right. Yeah. And just, and you know, also Tia Carrera that plays Cassandra in that movie is just such a great vocalist. And she she definitely worked hard on her scenes and actually did the vo- those vocals. And, and, of course, Alice Cooper. I mean, the list goes on. So definitely Wayne's role for sure for me. Okay. Fair. Uh, Nathan, what, do you th- what are your thoughts? Well, I don't think we're worthy, so I think you might get what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for here. Um, speaking of Alice Cooper, um, I, I think I'm going to pick Wayne's World, um, mainly because of you know everything Christy said, but also um, I think I like Guardians 1, like the soundtrack for that, a lot Agreed. more than I like the second one. Right. Um, even though like 
I mean, all those things you said, Jared, like those are all fantastic songs. It's just, you know, Wayne's World and Bohemian Rhapsody is iconic. And so is way. Um, yeah. 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 So, and it's been more iconic for a longer amount of time, too. So there's that right. nostalgia thing to it as well. So Wayne's World for me. Fair enough. Um, Joshua, I know you're busy over there. <laughs> what uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm going to go with Wayne's World. I think the song selections and Guardians of the Galaxy, although they're great hits, it was just more like a mixtape and not really related to the movie. Uh, I think the the songs in Wayne's World were a character themselves, you know, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was you can't imagine Wayne's World without Bohemian Rhapsody. That's very true. You could you could take any of those songs in Guardians of the Galaxy and replace them with other songs, and it won't really make a difference in that. Uh, Feed My Frankenstein, the meeting uh, Alice Cooper was a big part of the movie as well. So I think yeah. The, the soundtrack to Wayne's World is much more of a character in the movie than the soundtrack of Guardians. Yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, again, agree with that as well. Um, for me, I, I've got to go with um, Wayne's World as well. Um, agreeing, obviously, with everything everybody said. However, I also want to say that um, I feel like, and maybe this is just me, I feel like both of the Guardians, Galax- <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movies were um that was like they really leaned heavily into that to help the success of the movie too by creating these big soundtracks as opposed to oh it's there to help support the story and stuff where this is like man this is gratuitous uh in my in my personal opinion so i'm voting for wayne's world as well um so uh we've got i'll let you keep track of the votes i'll I'll keep track of the the brackets as as they go in and um we'll uh, jump over here to the comments and see what everybody else is thinking because of course um, when we do our Terminal Champions, the votes for those of you participating at home count as well. Um, so uh, Julius Le Cobb says, that's how I'm saying it. Uh, Le Cobb. Le Cobb. <laughs> it's French. Um, yeah. Uh, Parlez-vous Le Cobb. Parlez-vous Von Cobb is uh, saying Cobb. Wayne's World because of Bohemian Rhapsody. CJ Garmo says, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, man, its soundtrack perfectly fits. Very unique retro sci-fi niche. And it's absolutely a classic in every sense of the word. Fair enough. Um, well, that's Wayne, just your opinion, man. Right? Yeah. Lebowski's not on here. True. That would uh, be a good one. Wayne's good World. Enjoy uh, the part two. Wayne's World from Cindy. Guardians for Kim. Uh, Wayne's World for Stephanie. Guardians for Scott. Elky says Wayne's World, and Steven says Wayne's World. Very nice. My glasses are fogging up. Um. All right. So, how many votes do we have here, Josh? We've got nine to three. Oh, nine to three. I don't you think know, we're gonna guard, get any. The Guardians were a plucky bunch of misfits, but they just couldn't pull it out. Couldn't make it. Sorry yeah. for you, <laughs> CJ. Like Jared said the first one definitely kind of outshines the second for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um. All right. So, um, it looks. Let me get my red pen of death and make these executive decisions. Guardians is out. We're calling it. Um. What are we going to call it? Oh, my God. That seemed loud. <laughs> was that loud for you as well? It was a little loud. Not too bad. But I didn't get any money, though. Right. Um, which uh, sound? There we go. Got it. Okay. So uh, we're going to move on to the next set, which is, oh, the bodyguard versus the big chill. Wow. Um, so, uh, Joshua, I'll let you take bodyguard and I'll take All big right. chill. Let's see. Of course, there's I Will Always Love You. You got to sing that, though. You can't just say that. And I, I 
hated it. <laughs> well. Call back to a classic Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, okay, got you. Um, I have nothing by Whitney Houston. I'm every woman. Run to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jesus <laughs> loves me. Even if my heart would break someday by Lisa Stanfield. Uh, it's going to be a lovely day by S O U L. S Y S T E M. It's all soul systems. Yeah, it is, but there's dots behind it. So I figured I have to, <laughs> I don't know how if it's pronounced that way or if you have to spell it out. So, uh, <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to snort when I laugh. <laughs> See, for the, for the forever, I thought it was the L I F E project, but I guess you can say life. <laughs> yeah. Project, yeah. Right? Yeah. You could. Yeah. Paul, can you say life you just project? Can't say, you just can't say life product. That's right. Right, Mike McWhorter? <laughs> yeah. uh, Trust in Me by Joe Cocker and Sass Jordan and the theme from The Bodyguard, which I think is probably just the musical. Yeah. Stuff. All right. So, you know, heavily weight, heavily weighted with uh, What's-Her-Face, Whitney Houston. <laughs> What's-Her-Face? You bite your tongue, sir. For real. All right. So we've got that going against The Big Chill, which has uh, a lot of big hits. We've got I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. Um, Tell Him by the Exciters. A Whiter Shade of Pale uh, by Procol Harum. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Procol Harum? Yeah, that, that's the one. Um, <laughs> Good Lovin' by the Rascals. Um, again, I'm trying to find all the hits here. Ain't Too Proud to Beg by the Temptations. My Girl by the Temptations. Wouldn't it be nice by the Beach Boys? Um, Bad Moon Rising by Creedence Clearwater Revival. When a Man Loves a Woman by Percy Sledge. Uh, you Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Aretha. In the Midnight Hour, The Rascals. And Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Are the big hits on that. Wow. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep the order going in the same, in the same rotation. So Christy, what, uh, what are your thoughts on these two? Well, they both obviously are good choices, but if you if you actually look into the topic of this podcast, which is movie soundtracks, mm -hmm. you got to think the mu the songs that are in the big chill, you're not going to associate it with that movie. Oh, I disagree. Not always, not everyone though. Maybe for one and person, I, and I will give but, my arguments. Of course, that's fine. But it's not you, your turn, guys. <laughs> but when you think of the songs in the Bodyguard, you instantly think of that movie. Because yeah. Whitney obviously is, was talented, is a talented woman, and she did amazing in that movie. So you got to think, you know, when it comes to movie soundtracks, what songs going to relate to the, what movie? And for me, just because those other songs in in the other movie are great hits, my first instance is not going to be towards that movie. But the songs in the Bodyguard instantly me think makes me think of that movie. So my I'm going to go with the Bodyguard for this one. That's fair. I ain't mad at that. Um, Nathan, what are your thoughts? Well, unfortunately, I haven't seen Bodyguard, so I'm, I apologize to everybody. <laughs> not much. I know, I know. Oh, oh, no, I wasn't agreeing to that, but I, I'll watch it someday. Um, <laughs> is this thing on? Yeah. Are Kevin we doing the Costner, same show? Sir. I know. By the oh. way, Kevin Costner is a sponsor for the area here in Springfield, just letting you know. <laughs> okay. And also, I just picked up The Big Chill, but I still have not seen it either. 
Oh, but so, I do have. Well, it. oh, so that's actually very telling. So you own the chi- the big chill, so and I'm you haven't gonna, seen it. So I'm gonna, but at least that one. Oh well, because I'm just deferring because I, like I said, I haven't seen either. Uh, and obviously, I think Christie's point is uh, really important with the the association. I think it's a good argument. <laughs> um, however, I associate uh, big chill with something I own. <laughs> so, so I'm going to well, go with this. Okay, but here's where I have a problem. So. I could I could uh, feasibly say, oh, well, you haven't seen the bodyguard because you don't own it. But since you own the big show and haven't seen it, that makes me think you like it even less. <laughs> I see. Well, I also owe, own like 500 movies that I haven't seen. So oh, well, but then, there he you go. cares enough about the big chill to buy it. He doesn't care at all about the bodyguard. Not to buy it. <laughs> word, word, word right from my mouth. <laughs> right. There you go. So there's that. So we've got uh, one and one for each. Is that right? Mm-hmm. OK, um, Joshua, what do you think? The big chill, and I'll tell you why. Oh, let's oh, <laughs> hang on. Let's oh, uh, by the way, um, I think I've got this back to normal. Let's uh, uh, I thought I did, I did not. And uh, three, two, two one. one, hi, gang, maybe still black. <laughs> yep, still that, black. They don't have to see me, they just have to oh, hear me and one. know that I am speaking the truth. That's right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't look at the man behind the curtain. That's right. Uh, there he there is. There I am. Okay, I'm gonna make make this argument. It's it, easy to do a movie where the lead singer, where where the lead is a singer, and have music in it. Easy. It's expected. What the Big Chill does is that you've got a group of friends who are dealing with the death of of a friend. And the way that the songs in there are interwoven creates a feeling of nostalgia. It touches on moments of their lives in the past. So I think none of them are are there. The theme is not about the music. Again, plays a supporting character. What are you? What's going on? <laughs> Kim Grammer says, "Appreciate Josh." The music is is a supporting character. It's not the focus of it. Which one got more nominations, though? Got recognized more. Okay, so Hitler made a lot of money, but oh I didn't make it right. <laughs> Every week we get success is. But the thing ah! is, that okay, goes back so to my argument, is, though. Success is not a determination of greatness. Just because you are successful at something does not make you good or great. You gotta think of it this way, though, because they have their own album for Grammys, Oscar, also, also Oscar mm-hmm. stuff. So for the Bodyguard. There's multiple albums that have those music on those. So they're being known more and affiliates to the movie. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying no, what you you're saying good, disregarding. You but. made some good points, but you would, you would expect a, a movie with Whitney Houston to have Whitney Houston music in it. And just the fact that she sings songs in there, that's just, that's just music for the movie. Okay, so I mean, can't we all just get along? We can, we can. <laughs> no. But I, I think, I think the big chill. They use the music in a different way. It's not like it's it's to help further and to create a mood rather than being right in your face. I'm a singer, and this is what I'm doing. So that's why I own it. Yeah, but this is tournament of champions, though. Right. Well, that that's that's what I'm. What I think is <laughs> how the move the music supports in big chill. When they're celebrating their friend's death and they're they've got that music playing and they're all dancing around, that creates a, a feeling rather than just seeing 
Whitney Houston doing a concert video of one of the songs that's on the album. I agree with you. It definitely has more impactful, but if you think of which one had the more, I'm trying to think of the right word here, but the more, you know, publicity, you got to think of it that way too, because like I said, what you're saying is great, but so many people can have that feeling for other songs and other movies too. Do you know how many people had the big chill album when that came out? Not me. It was a huge album. So was a bodyguard soundtrack. So, yeah. But I mean, they both were successful. Mm-hmm. But I just think that the music in the Big Chill serves more than just a vanity project, which to some extent, that's really what the bodyguard was. True. I mean, I can give you that. You can you can look at it as a uh, very extensive um, music video release almost. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I, I understand that argument. I totally disagree. My vote is actually going to be the bodyguard. Uh, because just like Nathan, I have not seen the big chill. However, I don't own it. I do own the bodyguard. So um, I have also- I have those uh, ties to the nostalgia. I'm like Christy. Like when I hear the song, um, I do think of the movie immediately. So um, to me, that that's kind of the point of a soundtrack is to support the movie and the, the mm-hmm. story that you're telling. I do understand where you're coming from, right. though. And I would probably agree with you if I had seen the, mm-hmm. the big chill, Josh. And the big chill was also written by Lawrence Kasdan. Who wrote. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Silverado. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bodyguard was written by uh, Whitney Houston, you know, yeah. from Whitney Houston. Uh, <laughs> need I say right. more? She really didn't have to stretch to play a successful pop singer. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. No, I'm right most of the time. She worked smarter, not harder. That's right. Josh, that's right. <laughs> Josh, I'm on your side. Okay, she mailed it in. Oh, my God. Oh, I got any death threats. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's go. Um, let's go to the oh, Kim Garmory. Big Chill won Academy Award. Okay. Hang on. Go let's uh, let's jump back up here. Uh, so we've got uh, Julia with the Bodyguard. Stephanie with the Bodyguard. Cindy says the Bodyguard, but the Big Chill had great songs too. It really does have a great uh, lineup of songs. Um, again, it's it's for me personally. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't associate it with the movie. But they're great songs. Kim Grammery says The Big Chill. Cheryl says Bodyguard. Steven says Bodyguard. Kim says, uh, when I think of Bodyguard, I definitely think of Whitney Houston. And then my eyes roll. <laughs> wow. Thank you. The hate. Uh, CJ says, I like the bigger variety of songs in The Big Chill. I get that for sure. Uh, Julia says, side note, I want to do, I want to, <laughs> oh my God, I can't read. Side note, I do want to lodge a complaint that Dazed and Confused, Empire Records, and The Crow did not make the list. Uh, more on that in a second. Uh, and Stephen Thomas Cobb the is Crow also is also album. miffed about The Crow not being on Rant Over Love Ya. So we have a whole hat full of songs. We uh, had way over 16 songs in the hat. Uh, if so, you had watched the very beginning of the show, <laughs> you would know why we had chose these. Yeah, yeah The Crow's definitely up there for me, too. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to have to put that in. And as with uh, many other tournament of champions that we've done in the past, we'll have to revisit this and continue on the list. We've got a big master list and those are both on there. So take that. Um, (laughs) By the way, Dazed and Confused would have won between the two. Um, So um, (laughs) Elke says vote big chill. Uh, Kim says Julia Lake Cobb. I love Empire Records. Um, uh, Mike McCorder says last place anyone should look to qualify something is great or award shows. I mean, especially nowadays. Uh, Kim Garmory <laughs> says the Big Chill won Academy Awards for the Best Picture and the Bodyguard did not. However, they were nominated at least, so there's that. Um, Mike said, never seen the Big Chill. Uh, have seen the Bodyguard, but the song list on Big Chill stomps the Bodyguard. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that is a really strong argument. I've got to be honest about that. Uh, Scott says big chill and Julia says, sorry, man, I came in two minutes late. Yeah, it's all right. Normally, that's our pre-show. So I get that. We, we just changed it up a little bit. We're changing everything up today. It's kind of weird. Um, so uh, our final votes, Joshua. Eight to eight. We've got a Oh, tie. wow. Wow. Well, that happened. <laughs> I will say, though, too, I mean, the, the, the addition that I have of the big chill is a criterion. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows of that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. But I mean, um, if we're going like the like the award argument, um, you know, with uh, Criterion, those are like uh, internet, like foreign films, like silent pictures, like you know Charlie Chaplin, and like really classics, and they only take care of like the really important. I don't see Bodyguard on that list. Sure. So I don't know. But you don't think a paint by numbers movie, it, <laughs> romantic romantic movie, is Criterion worthy? It, I mean, there are some early criterions like Armageddon. So Armageddon, <laughs> and we that's another soundtrack that we could talk about. Uh-huh. That's, you know, Armageddon's the, a criterion film? Uh, the, the old DVD, yes. Really? It is. The the one where they go land on the... Uh-huh, island. that one. Really? Yep, it is. Okay. Yeah, I know. I just lost some credibility with yeah. what criterion, with my argument. <laughs> yeah. Chill, but <laughs> by saying I, I shot think, myself in the foot. I think Bruce Willis probably paid some money for that. Or just Michael Bay did. Yeah, probably. He has yeah. to have something in the Criterion. Yeah, he has to have something. You know that uh, originally with, a, oh, what was that, uh, Team America? Oh, yeah, World Police. They, yeah, they wanted to just do a remake, uh, like a shot-for-shot shot remake with puppets for Armageddon. I figured they probably wouldn't be able to do that, so they did Team America. <laughs> well, Matt Damon's happy for it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Matt. Yeah, it's tight on votes. We need someone to. We need we need a tiebreaker, y'all. We need one more vote. One hop this time. (laughs) There it is. There's the one. All right. Um. Oh, I was just saying for what you said. Elkie says so. It's tight on votes. Yes, we need a (laughs) tiebreaker desperately. (laughs) Call your friends. Call your family. Call this hotline. <laughs> but yeah, definitely the list. I mean, the song choices is definitely high up there for sure. Uh, speaking of tiebreakers, well, here's the thing with the song choices: the song choices in the Big Chill are going to be the same in like a lot of them because they're very popular songs. Yeah, you and like, I. Fortunate Son, is, Fortunate Son is in any beginning of a Vietnam scene. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're going to see that. But it's to me, it's how it's used. In those oh. situations, that makes a difference. I know what I was going to do, and I forgot. What were you going to do? Well, there's a podcast going on. <laughs> so, Josh, will you take these over to them and have? So, I want you guys to write down. I want you to predict the winner. That's what I meant to do before we started this. I saw some people got just got got logged in. We're deciding between the bodyguard and the big chill. Which mm-hmm. one has a better soundtrack? We we're on a tiebreaker, so we need someone to mm-hmm. vote. Maybe vote for the one that has most words in it. So. <laughs> right. Hey, Dick right. Or the whole thing, the whole shebang. Which one? Yeah. So go ahead and write down which one you think is going to win out of these sixteen, um, oh. and then just oh, out of the sixteen. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna need don't, that list again. Don't say anybody. Don't say anything or show anybody. But um, there you go. Look We're gonna need to see that list again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hmm. It's gonna be difficult. No.
Hey. I didn't pick the big chill, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the update. Did we get another one? What? Oh, another comment? Yeah. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Just flip a coin, man. <laughs> What's the big deal, man? <laughs> What's the big chill, man? It may have to come Ooh. down to that. I mean, who's guarding what, you know? For real. Um, okay, so let me throw these comments back up here. Yeah, look at the coin flip thing. Okay. Uh Kelly Brown joining us says, Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Hands down. Uh IP Robert Williams. Kelly says, new fan. Thank you very much for joining us, Kelly. Uh so we're voting right now between uh the bodyguard and the big chill as having the best movie movie soundtracks. So uh we are sitting on a tie. We need a good tiebreaker. Um Mike McCorder says, I'm skipping ahead. Go on and put Roadhouse down for the win. Jeff Healy is now t- <laughs> Uh, teaching God how to play guitar. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, uh, Mike McCorder, I hope we don't disappoint you on two Tournament of Champions back to back. He was he was very uh, miffed on our uh, TV theme songs mm. episode yeah. uh, that Little House on the Prairie didn't make it through. <laughs> He's just longing for simpler times. <laughs> right, right. Aren't we all? Um, <laughs> he wants to be one of those old timey photographers where you have to hide underneath that curtain, <laughs> right? So, has yeah. Kelly voted yet? Because he's got a lot to say, apparently. Well, let's see here. He <laughs> says, uh, oh, chick flicks. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, well, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to pick one of them for us here. Yeah, we that's need, a we need to win. argument, too. A chick flick, uh, versus something that actually speaks to loss and grieving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Chick flicks let women rule the world and help them out. From separation of society. I think you're putting too much weight in the chick flick. (laughs) Right. Big shield for everybody. Yeah. Right. Not just women. I don't love arguing arguing with you, Josh. I just love it. Mike says, I wasn't really miffed. Whatever you say, half pint. (laughs) Is that a slur? Is that a slur to me? No. Or Christy? (laughs) What? Probably to me. No. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen, um, Little House on the Prairie. Then you. I know what I know what half pint is, Paul. Okay, Ma. Uh, I even remember when Albert was yet. addicted to morphine. And What's that? I even remember the episode where Albert was addicted to morphine. Yeah. Puking oh, yeah. And and, <laughs> that was kind of jarring as a kid when I saw that. Just a little bit. I think that was the first time I ever saw anyone vomit on television. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Right. Yeah. Great memory, Josh. Yeah. Um, all right. It yeah, was let's... jarring, man. Are we flipping dramatic. a coin? Yeah, we're flipping a coin if I can find That's one. Mm-hmm. I got one. Perfect. Heads you live. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> tails off with her head. All right. Heads. Head, heads is bodyguard. Tails is big chill. It's just. Oh my god. The, uh, get, get, what? I don't know what it is. No, I, I, no, you're good. Uh, I, I can't see. It's tails. It's tails. So the big chill goes on. The big chill wins. All right, let's chill. Oh man, that was uh, (laughs) that was like pulling teeth, man. That was crazy. Once again, woman comes second. Apparently. Oh, here we go. Don't make this a sexist thing, (laughs) right? Like half the cast, big chill. Yeah, half the cast of the big chill was female. I was gonna say, man, we're in for a long night if we're gonna be we're gonna be taking this argument. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, we got to get ogres involved too. You know. 
Yeah, <laughs> represent. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? All right, so our next one I is... I got to look up the track listing. What's that? I got to look up track listings. What are we at? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Let me... Uh, we're at a big one right now. Yeah, um, I'm flipping back over to this. Right cheer. Every time I say right cheer, I think of uh, Andy Griffith. Simpler times. <laughs> Again, yes. We're sticking with the theme here. All right, there we go. I'm trying to keep this updated as we go, too. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we've got Batman Forever Ooh. versus Roadhouse. Bat oh, sorry. Oh, come Hang on. on. Um, there we go. Now you can see it. Um, all right, so uh, Batman Forever versus Roadhouse. You take Batman Forever. I'll take Roadhouse. This is hysterical. Um, and I want to hear Nathan talk first about this one. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, let's hear the songs first. <laughs> Been a, it's been okay. a bit. Stephanie, by the way, says boo, followed by Elkie okay, saying yay. <laughs> uh, Julia says Batman Forever, you two, um, oh, massive Nazi star, NXS, Offspring, Flaming West, Massive Attack, sign me up. All right. Um, now that Josh has no homework. Okay. <laughs> so Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by you two. Mm -hmm. One Time Too Many by JP Harvey. Where Are You Now by Brandy. Kiss from a Rose from Seal. Seal, <laughs> this guy. The hunter gets captured. Massive attack. Uh, nobody lives without love. Eddie Reader, tell me now. Maisie Star, smash it up. The offspring. There is a light by Nick Cave. The Riddler by Method Man. The Passenger by Michael. Just the hits, Josh. Just the hits. Well, I mean, there's only two okay there, so. okay um so for roadhouse i've got roadhouse blues by the doors uh blue monday by bob seeger uh these arms of mine by otis redding uh raising heaven by patrick swayze um why is it not showing am i missing this josh what what's you go what's to the more track listings more songs i don't know i might be looking not in the right place um, what's the Jeff Healy song? Um, I don't know. It was in the credits. Angel Eyes? Uh, yeah. No. No. I no, think that was. Yours. My producing skills are not up to snuff, y'all. <laughs> we'll flip a coin about it. Yeah. Later. <laughs> right. All righty. Uh, Blue Monday. Uh, Patrick Swayze. I'm not seeing one by Jeff Healy, but that could be like when the night comes falling. Maybe. Uh, Basically, every love making song is in every Patrick Swayze. Tore down. Same ones. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure he had it in his contract to have the same songs <laughs> for the scenes for him. Yeah, right. it doesn't. Yeah, it's weird. Jeff Healy on here, but he was so it may it. not have been a, like if you bought the actual CD or cassette or whatever. Maybe it wasn't on there, but it was in the movie kind of thing. Could be. He may have just done some like uh like soundtrack stuff where he's not actually doing a right. lot of singing. So we'll go ahead and start this one. Uh Nathan, where do you fall on uh Batman Forever versus Roadhouse? This is really difficult. It is. <laughs> this is probably the most difficult one so far, I think. Um and I think I'm gonna go with just the variety for, for my answer. Um so I'm gonna go with Batman. Um okay. because I, I, I love Massive Attack and I feel like that band's not talked about anymore and they need to be. Um, but also just yeah, there's just uh, a big diversity to it, and I like also like that seal music video is like iconic, oh, big time. And, like I can't think of like not when I hear that song, I can't think of all like 
you know all the all the the black drop like a backdrop and like all the black and like all that stuff so yeah i i can't cannot help but think that but also roadhouse is just so iconic with their music and it's just like really really difficult to pick so i think i'm just gonna go with batman just because i like the variety more and that's just my taste in music so that's what i'm gonna choose yeah very nice um christy what do you think i'm gonna go with roadhouse Gonna, uh, because Roadhouse to me, me personally, just what stands out is the musicians in the movie as well. I forgot, I forgot his name, but um, the gentleman that's in whenever Patrick Swayze walks into the new bar and there's a band playing and everything. Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Yeah, sorry. Anyways, but to me that stands out more than anything when it comes to movie soundtracks or even movies in general. Um, obviously Roadhouse has great, you know, uh, fight fight scenes in it and everything, but to me those music scenes stand out in the movie and it just to me it just more t- uh more i can't even talk here <laughs> just you know basically just for how it just stands out more to me than the batman yeah. now batman's a, b- a better movie don't get me wrong but music what? wise them's fighting words yeah <laughs> with a smile <laughs> between the two you got to give batman its credit but i definitely roadhouse stands out more to me okay that's fair. Joshua? Roadhouse. Roadhouse, huh? Yeah, because at the time that Batman was being made, I don't think a whole lot of thought was put into <laughs> what songs were being put in there other than this is a cool song for this scene. Um, you, couldn't have Ro- you couldn't have Roadhouse with just cool songs being played in there. The music in Roadhouse fit a Roadhouse bar. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Was, it was a character. It was a bluesy... Everything in there was authentic. So mm-hmm. rather than, ooh, this is the hot new band, let's throw their hit in there. Correct. Or let's throw this song in there, hope it's a hit. Right. And yeah. that's that's to me what Batman was. And I don't, not that the songs were bad in Batman, Kiss from a Rose, great. Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, but, Kill Me. Right. But the songs, but they were, you know, they were marketing rather than exactly. fit, and that's, fitting yeah. the film. Yep. Which is consistent with your argument of the bodyguard. Right. So totally understand that. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with as much as I hate voting against Seal and Kiss from a Rose because I love that song um, very, very much. Uh, I've got to go for Roadhouse with all of the above reasons. Um, it, it really just kind of, again, supplements and supports the show, the movie. Um, it sets the scene, the feel, the time, all that kind of stuff. Um, we're kind of uh, it's it's dated in a good way. I don't know how else to say that, but Batman is dated in a. If you were if you were born in the year 2010 and watched it now, you wouldn't relate that much. But at least if you were to watch Roadhouse now, um, you would be like, oh, yeah, it's kind of got that old feel. I, I've got a bar like that in town. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yes. Yeah, exactly. Also, nobody mentioned Sam Elliott. I mean, uh, dude, <laughs> the, the the like secret weapon of the movie for sure. And I'll mm. just recant my vote. You know, I'm just going to go back with Roadhouse because of Sam. Because of Sam. <laughs> yep. Because of Sam. So the Good one vote Sam. for Batman has now been switched over to Roadhouse. I think I think you all convinced me. I know I went first. Maybe <laughs> maybe I should just stick to my guns. Well, you're probably it's probably not going to matter. Yeah, I don't think so either. But we'll see. All right, let's go to what's uh, Mike McCorder thinking? Well, let's see here. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to the comments here. Gotta go. Um, uh, so we've got Julia with uh, Batman, uh, CJ Garmo with Batman Forever appeals more to me as far as the soundtrack goes. Uh, Kim with Roadhouse. Mike says Roadhouse wins next. <laughs> Cindy says Roadhouse. Steven says Roadhouse. Uh, 
Another one for Roadhouse from Stephanie. And Kim Garmory says, Tore Down is a great song. It is. Uh, Kim, uh, Julia says, uh, On Roadhouse, everything not listed under a different name is all helium. Tore Down, When the Night Comes, Hoochie Coochie. That's what I thought. I wasn't 100% sure on that. So since we're on the internet, right. you know, I got to make sure I get all my facts right. Otherwise, I'll never hear the end of it. Because the internet is always correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Mike McCorder says, I'm calling Saturday Night Fever for the win- overall win. What other soundtrack inspires you to put on a silk shirt and strut down the sidewalk uh, with a can of house paint? Well, if you listen to Identity Crisis. <laughs> there, people leave our shows just to get changed and bring cans of house paint back. That's so. right. That's true. Um, my comments jumped again. Uh, Kim says, Hoochie Coochie Man, I love uh, that it features some blues. Yep. Uh, Kelly says, this boomer wants to vote for Massive Attack, but besides that, I vote Roadhouse. Elkie with Roadhouse. Uh, Stephanie says, Sam Elliott. Mm. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. There you go. <laughs> Kim says, I've never agreed with Josh more than this week so far. <laughs> uh, Julia says, the Roadhouse soundtrack album does not include some of the songs in the movie. Mustang Sally is in the movie during the What T-shirt contest. Uh, if that counts as part of the soundtrack, but uh, a vote for Roadhouse is a vote for Mustang Sally. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that in this scenario. So is that a vote for Roadhouse? Yeah. Yeah, she already. Uh, well, because, you know, as musicians, Roadhouse being in a soundtrack, and I'm sorry, Mustang Sally being in the soundtrack would probably disqualify it because we hate playing Mustang Sally. True. True. Um, so uh, what are uh, our Dirty little secret to our fans? Musicians hate playing Mustang Sally. <laughs> I mean, there's free bird. That's shocking. They're they're almost on the same level. <laughs> they really are. Wow. I've never played either in a band, to be honest. So I can't say that I'm opposed to it. I can't say that I'd be like, man, I've really been dying to play that free bird. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's it's become well, such a make cliche. A joke out of free bird that it would probably get played more. But because it's such a joke, no one mm-hmm. wants to buy into the joke. It's true. It's just true. Between, I mean, between uh, like tuning, you know, just play a couple of. <laughs> little notes from a few of the songs like right. get them all riled up mm-hmm. yeah. uh julie says i will repeat my vote is for batman all right so where are we on our totals joshua 10 to 3 roadhouse roadhouse yeah all right fair enough so um there we go roadhouse moves on next up we've got saturday night fever versus urban cowboy the uh the tail of the tape between John Travolta and John Travolta. <laughs> um all right, let me pull up Urban Cowboy. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie. The bad guy in that movie is such a good bad guy. <laughs> is he? Not Sam Elliott, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Although Sam Elliott wasn't the bad guy in that movie. And uh for any wrestling fans out there, <clears throat> uh, Terry Funk was also in Roadhouse, so mm. bonus points for that. Um, okay, so uh, have you got your um, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack? I do. All right, let's hear all these BG songs. Okay, so <laughs> we've got Staying Alive. Oh, you can't tell, by the way. Sorry. How deep is your love? How uh, deep is your more love? More than a woman. More than a woman to me. If I Can't Have You by If Yvonne. I Can't Have You. The fifth of Beethoven. Open Sesame by Cool in the Game. Open Sesame. Jive talking. Mm-hmm. You should be dancing. Yeah. Boogie shoes. Salsa station. 
Disco Inferno. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the big hits on there. Yeah. Um, I, I'll save mine for my my two cents on all that. Um, so for Urban Cowboy, we've got a little country flair here. We've got um, Look What You've Done to Me by Boz Skaggs. Hello, Texas by Jimmy Buffett. Cherokee Fiddle by Johnny Lee. Could I Have This Dance by Amy Grant. Stand By Me by Mickey Gilley. By Amy Grant? Yes. Really? Yep. Um, Hearts Against the Wind by Linda Ronstadt. Here Comes the Hurt Again by Mickey Gilley. Falling in Love for the Night, the Charlie Daniels Band. Hey, second Charlie Daniels <laughs> song of the, of the day. Um, right. Uh, Nine Tonight by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Um, Don't It Make You Want to Dance by Bonnie Raitt. Uh, Darlin' by Bonnie Raitt. Looking for Love, Johnny Lee. Love, The World Away, Kenny Rogers. Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band. There we go. Lion Eyes, uh, the Eagles. All Night Long, Joe Walsh. Um, Don't Make It... Don't It Make You Want to Dance by Chris Ledoux. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of all the hits. So if you're a country fan, you'll know that a lot of those are some pretty massive hits, actually. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I like the Christie's idea of keeping things shaken up. So Joshua, we'll start with you on this one. Okay. So everyone in the seventies had that Saturday night fever album. I mean, it was ubiquitous. So, and that made the Bee Gees career. I mean, they had done stuff before that, but the Bee Gees became the Bee Gees at that point yeah so i mean you can't when you when you think of saturday night fever you think of that soundtrack it is it is so connected to it i don't think i don't when i think urban cowboy one i've never seen the movie nor have i ever cared to see the movie <laughs> nor have i ever cared to know what their well, soundtrack I, was like well but and i can't get away from saturday night fever it right. is it is it was yesterday the, yeah you know so yeah it's it's iconic it is it is yeah fair fair uh christy what do you think well i actually agree with josh on this one what uh, it's hard to argue truth oh my god <laughs> but also just for me you know it kind of goes with nostalgia on it like when growing up I actually didn't know about Saturday Night Fever until I watched Short Circuit because they have some of that song in yep, that movie. That's, yep. So that got Same. me into watching Saturday Night Fever because of Johnny Five being the incredible being it is. And so, like you said, just keep get away from you know, any type of BGs or anything like that always goes back to that movie for sure. So totally fair. Without a doubt. Uh Nathan. Uh, I'm gonna choose Pulp Fiction as the John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> of the Fair. the movie soundtracks uh no i guess i i i also have not seen urban cowboy uh do you own you're it not you're not missing not, much to be honest um, well your collection is not complete yet i know i know it's missing the bodyguard and urban cowboy right um but i am going to choose uh saturday night fever yeah i mean bg's like you know when i think of the bg's that's the movie i think of so uh i or vice versa you know when i yeah. think of either or it's usually you know what crosses my mind so and it's been it's been a while since i've seen that movie it's, yeah i need to see that movie soon again totally fair um for myself i'm exactly like christy i i'll be totally honest i've never even seen all of saturday night fever i've seen bits and pieces it was introduced to me as well uh through short circuit 
And uh, my mom actually owned the the vinyl of that. And that was like the vinyl that I was like, eh, this is mine. Um, and I, I like can sing every song. That's how I was like doing all those intros. Like I know the whole album verbatim. It's great. It's a great album if you've seen the movie or not. Um, and it's <laughs> right. Uh, Johnny Five Alive. Um, but it, it really is a great collection of songs. And I totally agree with you, Joshua. That was right on point with it made the Bee Gees like mm -hmm. like all star level you know what i mean like legendary level um really good stuff uh i'm not so sure about the sequel but um yeah the original is great frank stallone saying the thing hey, yeah the sequel yeah. jamie lee curtis pelvic thrusting for john travolta there <laughs> no that's a movie perfect what? was she was she in urban cowboy Saturday yeah, Saturday night. The the sequel. The second sequel. Jamie Lee Curtis was in that. Yeah, she was the uh, the um, workout instructor. They're doing that awkward. That's like... the movie Perfect. No. Yeah. The... Yep. All, All right. right. So we Google both. You, you both have you both have homework to do. Um, <laughs> Perfect so... starred Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, John Travolta. Julia Lay Cobb says Saturday Night Fever. Kim Grammery Saturday Night Fever. Elke Saturday Night Fever. Uh, CJ Garmo. Here's the comment I've been waiting for. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. I love the Bee Gees way too much and have memories of mopping the floors uh, and booging to the Bee Gees. Absolutely. Awesome. Great mm -hmm. stuff, man. It's it's great music to clean to for sure. Stephanie says, I don't think I've seen either of those movies. Me neither, but um, well, I actually have seen Urban Cowboy, yeah. um, which is why I voted for Saturday Night Fever. Um, let's see here. Cindy says, I am so torn on this. Uh, Boss Gags, Look What You've Done to Me is one of my favorite songs. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Uh, I do have to go with Saturday Night Fever as my vote. I will end up watching either movie when they are on. Totally fair. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly's dancing away. Elkie says, uh, it's a sweep. Uh, Kenny says, trick or treat, Lost Boys, Queens of the Damned. Yep, good stuff there too, Kenny. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, We've got trick or treat, I think, on the master list. So uh, didn't make it to this episode, but we'll, when we go revisit this in a few months, uh, we'll, uh, we'll make sure that's on there. Uh, Mike McCorder says, staying alive is a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Um, so where are we at on votes here, Joshua? It's not even close. I didn't think it I, would there be. was there was no votes for Urban Cowboy. So it was a clean sweep. Clean sweep. Wow, there you go. To nothing. There you go. Um man, my curiosity is killing me on this one. Um, okay, so I'll I'll just skip that for now. Um, I tell you what, let's uh let me oh oops. <laughs> Pay no attention to that what man behind the curtain. I'm going to update I get comfortable and you put me on the camera and I gotta get all all, 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 all professional, all together, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I got you. Zip uh, my pants back up. <laughs> you don't have your uh, your pink bloomers showing on. <laughs> Not bloomers; they were tights. <laughs> well, you know, tight tights. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got this updating, and while we're doing that, uh, we're gonna go to a commercial break. All right, and we are back. Let me see if I can hit all these right buttons. Uh-oh, I didn't. There we go. Um, everybody's gone for a little pee and a puff. I, I called it and they went. Um, except for it's it's me and Nathan up here. So uh, so yeah, we are. Uh, I updated the board. Um, let me see if I can actually. All right, so here is our board. Uh, we've got some good stuff coming up on this right side of the bracket. We've got Back to the Future two, uh, versus Apollo 13. Shrek versus Batman, Dirty Dancing versus Top Gun. That's uh, Patrick Swayze's second appearance in today's uh, episode. And finally, we've got Oh Brother, Where Art Thou versus Night at the Roxbury. So uh, we're in for some good stuff. But before we get started, 
We're going to get to know Miss Christy Pressler. Let's see if I can hit all these buttons. I did it on the first try. So, uh, Christy, how's it going? It's going Are well. Are you enjoying your time here with us so far? Uh, of course. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, <laughs> thanks for helping carry the show while all these technical things are going on back here. Um, so, I, I've got to... Uh, I've got to get out my my card o questions here. Ooh. Even I probably have them memorized by now. <laughs> True. So let's 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 test that theory. What's my first question going to be? Well, you're probably going to change it up on knowing me, but favorite favorite pop tart. Yes. What is your favorite flavor of pop tart, Christy Pressler? Well, first one. I mean, it's been a while since I've had them, but s'more is definitely up there. And then uh, I'm not sure if they have it anymore. If they had a wild berry one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. With the cool, like, neon color frosting. Yeah, like the purple frosting with the blue thing on it. Yeah, (laughs) Yep, I got you. Um, Butter or no butter? Um, I have not tried the butter thing yet, but I need to, for sure. So I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not going to say yes yet. Okay, that's totally fair. We we did test it out last week, and I've got to say I'm not convinced. Wait, did you guys put in a toaster or just just the microwave? Just the microwave. So toasting is what you need to do. Okay. Totally we, fair. We'll need to I, I over toasted it. I toasted it or I microwaved <laughs> it for a minute and it was like a brick. Um, so Josh fixed that and we, we did it again. But um, what about uh, so are you for right out of the package cold or do you, do you prefer them toasted? Um, it depends on the day, like during the summertime. No one really wants warm food. So cold, you know, that's fair. Like that. It really just depends on when the mood strikes, you know, right type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect time to cough. Um. <laughs> So I've got a new question, and I'm going to debut it with you, Christy. Cool. Um, so I saw this on online, and I was like, "What a perfect question!" I'm gonna I'm gonna steal this. So, Christy, a toy company is making an action figure of you. What two accessories do you come with? Oh gosh. Ugh. Well, this would be the perfect time to get extendable legs. That would be great. <laughs> so let's do, do go that. go gadget legs. Yeah. Um. I talk a lot, but there's already like vocal features and stuff on toys. So maybe a pull string so you can actually like verbalize like catchphrases and stuff. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, pull string. See, people like pull st- pull my string a lot, quite a bit, you know, so <laughs> those online commenters. But, uh-huh. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely a unique question. <laughs> Joshua sure. said, and a mute button. Oh, thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's one. Anything else like that somebody might associate with you? Jeez, uh, I'm trying to think. I can think of a couple of things. Wait. Fine. Okay, uh, maybe uh, a mic stand or a microphone <laughs> for your for your stand-up, or uh maybe um a DVD case for a movie, since you're a movie buff. Um, I can think of all kinds of stuff. A leather jacket, perhaps. Ooh, um, we're gonna go back uh, though, um that toy camera thing. That you could, oh, that a you viewfinder. Could, yeah, one of those things. Yeah. That'd be really neat. That would be cool. I would throw back to that. God, this is really one of those questions you have to, you know, contemplate on it and actually write it down because it's actually a good question. Well, thanks. That's why I just popped it on you random. I know. Thanks. <laughs> totally put you on the spot. So, um, uh, uh, kind of continuing with uh the music theme that we have on the show. Do you remember what your first album was that you bought with your own money? I um. Yes, it was NSYNC's debut album. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, very nice. NSYNC's, it, right after, it was like the same week because it was um, Christmas week where we got money from 
our mom. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. Um, I was obsessed with Britney Spears' second album, The Oops I Did Again. Yeah. That was definitely in a pop phase for sure. So definitely those two. Also, I randomly got um, <laughs> pop, uh, Perfect Circle. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, mixing mm -hmm. with that. Um, I forgot the album. Is that the one that had Imagine, the Imagine cover on it? Or no, no, this one is the Weekend Powerless album, I believe, where they had like the random chili pepper. Oh, yeah, the yeah. There. So it was definitely wide range. Then I just started stealing my family members' albums and CDs. And yeah, <laughs> yep, totally understandable. Um, relatable as well. Um, so do you play any instruments by chance? I do not. Okay, now if you had to play an instrument, uh, or if you if I could wave a magic wand and all of a sudden you're an amazing uh musician with this instrument, what instrument would you like to play? Drums. Drums really? for sure. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Um good stuff. Good stuff. Um and finally, uh Christy, what would you be if you followed your childhood dream? A marine biologist, actually. Stop it. That's what my sister wanted to be when she grew up. George Costanza wanted to be one of those two. Oh yeah? I don't know. Or he posed as one. Yep. <laughs> oh, there you go. Very cool. So is it uh was it just being in Missouri that stopped that from happening? Or what was kind of the thing that was like didn't make that happen? Well, it turns out I'm actually scared of the ocean. So that's just kind of didn't that's fair. <laughs> like I totally get that. Like I like looking at it on TV and, and exactly. pictures and stuff. Go to the but... aquarium and stuff. Yeah. Also just some health issues. Like I was uh, I found out I have an ear develop issue type of thing. So I wouldn't be able to scuba dive or do actual marine biology. That's interesting. Yeah. I actually I had ear problems when I was a kid as well, inner ear infections and stuff based from swimming and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I can totally understand that. But yeah, just way I would, I was born this way, but other than that but yeah just and i do literally watch a lot of documentaries on that stuff and really cool stuff out there just just for um for your mind just thinking getting and put some new stuff in and everything right right um so i hear through the grapevine that you've got uh perhaps a big announcement to make today oh, oh really you oh were, wait here we go right? um is this what you're looking for Yeah, for sure. So I'm actually, um, this is definitely new. We're still, you know, work in progress here, but I'm actually involved with AMP Entertainment. Uh, they're they're definitely a good group of people to help with that. And like you see on your screen there, I'm the Assistant Director of Mirth and Media Promotions. And it's kind of exciting, just kind of doing part of what I've been doing, helping support. And yeah. It's awesome. very fresh. So it's definitely exciting, but nerve-wracking at the same time. And yeah, it's, just, I'm, it's great to be a part of a team and doing yeah. something I already love doing. And Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you're helping with promotions and, and all that kind of stuff with uh, Barb Hensick and the Ampere Entertainment crew. So I think it's I think it's a great venture for you. And I think that anything new is going to be kind of like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I don't know. But uh, exciting as well. So and like you said, too, it's something you're already into and enjoy doing. So I think yeah, it's great. I'm already doing what I'm doing now. Just might as well be involved with the team on it. And that's right. That and they've just been great people towards me. I'm nothing but have nothing but respect for them. They've shown me respect and just that mutual kindness. I mm -hmm. definitely am a big fan of and definitely exciting. Yeah, I think that's great. That's really great. Um, I uh, am going to do this now, and we're going to go ahead and move on to the right side of the board. So first up, we've got Back to the Future. First of all, oh, sorry. Thank Perfect was a 1985 oh movie starring John Travolta <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis that documented the, well, the theme was the fitness and aerobics craze in the 1980s. 
There My you go. apologies. Also, I uh, just want to apologize. I know you're a stickler for movies, <laughs> so I just want to make sure that your information is correct. But to my knowledge, if you look at the gifts on your phone, if you put Saturday Night Fever, that scene is on that. So there is that confusion so what, there. So Christy's argument is what I'm getting behind. Well, it's it's really, on the internet, it's on the so internet. it has to yeah. be true. Well, yeah. uh, Julia Lacob says, Julia, I remember. Julia Lacob says, Julia Lacob says, Jamie Lacob co-starred with John Travolta in the movie Perfect. Storyline revolving around aerobics classes. Staying Alive had Travolta, but not Jamie Lee. That's also right. about dancing. My apology then. Well, that's all right. Not everyone. Now can you know, and knowing's half the battle, right? Uh, Kelly Brown says, "Good stuff, gang. Catch you later. Thanks, Kelly, for joining see us, you, Kelly. and hope to see you back here next week at five o'clock for another episode." Uh, Barb Hensick says, "Big announcement. Yes, indeed. Uh, congratulations Damn, from Elky." And uh, Barb says, "Yay! So excited to have her on board." Yeah, Hallie, too. <laughs> Hallie Holmes says, "Woo, Chrissy! All right, good stuff." Uh, Barb says, "Doug Wilson and I are super excited and happy to have Christy on our team." Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Now then, back to the future two. I, I don't know why I keep saying two because I see the back number two. To the future. Yeah. Back to the future versus Apollo 13. Uh, so I'm going to get my Google going. <laughs> that sounds very personal. <laughs> and uh, all right. So, Josh, do you have your soundtrack pulled up, sir? I do. Let's hear what you got. Play us the hits, shall you? Okay, so Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Huey Lewis and the News. Time Bomb by Time Bomb Town by Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, and then there's Heaven is One Step Away, Eric Clapton, Back in Time by Huey Lewis. Dance with Me Henry by Etta James. Night Train by Marvin Berry. Oh, not by Guns N' Roses. No. <laughs> Earth Angel by Marvin Berry. <laughs> Now, Marvin Berry, that's not the guy's real name. That was the character's name in it. Okay. Because, uh, hey, this is your cousin, Marvin. Marvin Berry. Ah. Uh, yeah, so, the okay. sound that's, you yeah. were looking for? Yeah. And Johnny Be Good by Michael Jakes Fox and Marvin Berry. There you go. So, yeah, it's, that's that. Um. So, for Apollo 13, we've got, wait a minute. Night, who who did your night train, did you say? Uh, Night train was, one sec. Marvin Berry. But you said that was a character's name. Yeah. So who actually did it? I don't know. Okay, well, my first hit on uh, Apollo 13 is Night Train by James Brown. Okay. So maybe it's uh, the same thing. Well, no, James it, Brown no, no. The original Marvin Berry sang that and that under the, the, the enchantment under the sea dance. That was the band that was on the gotcha. stage. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Marvin Berry. And, right. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Groovin' by The Rascals. Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane. I Can See for Miles by The Who. Purple Haze, Jimi Hendrix. Um, trying to find more hits. Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. Uh, Which is a song that I hate. Why? It's such a great song. <laughs> it's so Fine. lame, the lyrics. He's going to recommend you to the Spirit of the Sky. It's like... Like is, Yelp the production is great. <laughs> you know? uh, you're you're wrong on this one. Sorry, Josh. Uh, Honky Tonka by Hank Williams. Blue Moon by the Mavericks. Um, and that's that's kind of the the big hits there. I'll I'll skip all the the jabroni hits. Um, jabroni. Yeah. Yeah, jabroni. <laughs> the rock is gonna come after you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So on this one, let's uh let's start out in the comments here. 
CJ says, uh, Apollo 13 has more songs I personally enjoy. Also, Thou Haveth Misspelled Shrek, I believe. No, I don't. No, no I don't. there's a C. There's not a C. In there's there. not a C. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, CJ. Good catch. <laughs> um, Kim says, Back to the Future. Uh, Cindy says, Apollo 13. Elkie says, Back to the Future. But they haven't heard our arguments. They could be swayed, bud. <laughs> Because I've got some good arguments. Well, then I let's think, hear them. Okay. Well, so while I fix Shrek, <laughs> fix Shrek. Yep. <laughs> so you want me it. to start this out? Yeah. Okay. So Back to the Future. I actually bought the album. I like the songs in it. Okay. Uh, the songs were most of the songs were created for that. So at least the, the Huey Lewis songs. Uh, there were original songs for that, um, and it fit the time. Uh, I think the. The songs in Apollo 13 was just, this is a song for this era. So if you want to know what time you're in, we're throwing this song in so you know what time it is. So, right. Uh, to me, they, again, it, it, those are songs that could have been replayed in any, any uh, movie that was set in that time period. Right. Just very common. I, I get so, that. I get yeah. that. Um, okay. And uh, Christy, what do you think? I mean, all I have to say is the power of love. I mean, that's just right yeah. there. I mean, it hands down, you know, basically what Josh just said, absolutely, you know, just, you know, definitely got that nostalgia that we keep talking about part of that movie with all those characters. And, and they're actually really great musicians in it, too. Right. And also, Apollo 13 never had a musical named after it. So, Back to the Future did have a musical last year. So. Sweet. There you go. That's I think right. that counts for something. There's going to be an Apollo 13 musical coming out. <laughs> right. Very soon. That's right. Well, that's space. Space. The introduction say Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Houston, we have a sound. We have a musical. Uh, Nathan, what do you think, man? Um, I, I, I enjoy both films, but like when I think of music, both, uh, you know, associated with the film, I, I would definitely pick Back to the Future. Um, I definitely have, you know, those those musical connections with it. You know, just I have the the record, too. So, like, that's that's another reason why I, I think I would choose that one. Uh, and over. Huey Lewis was in the movie. Yeah, he was the news. So, yeah. yep. this entire thing. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I loved it. Um, yeah, and Apollo 13 is good. And there's some, like, scenes that I can think of music related, obviously. But I think uh, I think Jared had a good point with, like, it's, it could be just like a, a movie that, you know, during the time period right so that's yeah. kind of how i see it so yeah yeah um this one's a hard one for me i feel like either one would be able to win if they were up against different songs but since they're against each other like and we have to pick a winner it makes it a little harder i think the song selection from apollo 13 um is a kind of a better selection um but man the huey lewis and the news stuff is hard to separate from back to the future like when i hear huey lewis in the news it's no different from the batman stuff like you know it, it just brings you back to that for for good or bad um so even as I'm saying this, I still don't have a decision. I'm still trying to decide. Okay, so you hear Power of Love, mm -hmm. you think Back to the Future. You hear um, Spirit in the Sky. What movie do you think of? I don't. You don't? I don't. And that's why I'm torn, because the, the literally Power of Love is the only one that make that has that tie to the movie to me. Mm -hmm. um, that powerful. And, and that's true. Back in Time, too, was pretty big, too. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Apollo 13. Just because I, you know, I'm, if you I'm being be talked wrong, out of it. I mean, hey, be wrong. Won't, won't be the first time, won't be the last time. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm sticking to my guns, Apollo 13. Um, so let's see here. Back on the votes, we stopped there. 
Julia says Back to the Future. Barb says, "Wow, didn't realize Apollo 13 soundtrack was so good." Uh, yeah, it was one of those that popped up whenever I searched for. I, by the way, got a lot of these from searching multiple sites for top 10, 50, 30, 40 lists of soundtracks, and it's interesting to see how many. One of them that I looked at, their number one uh, pick was somebody else's number 49 pick. It, it's crazy. It's so subjective, uh, which is what makes it fun. Julia says, just checked on it, and Night Train is the same song, only James Brown's uh, Apollo 13 lyrics um, has the lyrics, and Marvin Berry's is an instrumental sax feature. Gotcha. Uh, thank you, uh, Julia, for helping out the research department. <laughs> uh, Barb <laughs> says, good points, Joshua, and Paul Carson says, um, great insight by Josh. Totally agree. Why is everybody... This is Agree with Joshua Day. This is kind of nice. I ain't gonna lie. Because I'm right, dude. <laughs> Mike McCorder says, any soundtrack with Huey Lewis in the news is pretty much a sniper headshot that ends this battle. Well, that's a perfect description. You're wrong, but... Does that mean it sucks and he wants to put down? <laughs> that's or... what I'm saying, right? Right? <laughs> I think I think he's pro I think, Back to the Future. I think Paul Paul is getting ready to put down all the other with the okay. sniper rifle. Um, Barb says, know. also good points by Christy and Nathan and good points by Jared. Oh, I'm so confused. Yes. <laughs> Good thing you're not dazed and confused. Uh, Cindy says, I have nightmares from high school uh, band being forced to do a whole show of just Lewis during the halftime football homecoming. My gosh. But wow. honestly, any rock and roll and marching band is never going to be any good. I, I disagree. Uh, have you seen the um, uh, Bulls on Parade done by like the middle schoolers? Oh, so good. Okay. I'll, I'll play it on the show sometime. Even the marching band. amazing. They, they their halftime shows just look youtube those up some of them are killing it yeah. for sure yep uh mike mccorder says huey rules all right so uh <laughs> yes he does let's, let's go to the board here and see joshua what our final marks are nine to three dude Ooh. sorry not even close it's a blowout yeah i'd say so huh the news is back to the future wins <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh i'm going to update this Wait for my slow computer, and there we go. By the way, your argument was the same thing for bodyguard that I. So just letting you know. What do you mean? I know. Saying that when you think of a song, you think instantly of that movie, <laughs> and I will always love you instantly. Bodyguard. No, 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 no. That wasn't my full argument. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just making a point that I made that kind of an argument about bodyguard. Just right. Saying. Yeah, but I, this wasn't a vanity vehicle for <laughs> Huey Lewis in the news, though. Well. Wait, I what mean, year is it, guys? What year is 80, it? Yeah, what year is it? 85 is what? 1985? No. Like what, <laughs> what is it you're right now, Marty? What year is it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's 2021? Possibly. We're yeah. a little bit past when he went to the future. Yes, 2013, right. I think, was when he went. No, 2015. Uh-oh. Yeah. 15. Yeah, Yeah, because he went uh, like 20 years. October in the, 31st? Yeah, 40, 30, 40 years in the future? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, why didn't we get Jaws? Yeah, right. Three D. Oh, 40. But we did get the three D movies. Very realistic three D yeah. movies. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Um, and the flying cars. Kim Garmory says, "Back to the Future didn't feature a singer in the lead role. Well, neither did um, Apollo thirteen. Bodyguard. She's referring to Bodyguard. Oh, gotcha. Fair." Uh, Cindy says, yes, I agree about Josh and the bodyguard. Y'all need to quit with this Joshua stuff. <laughs> uh, just totally kidding. Um, so next up, holy smokes, we've got Shrek versus Batman. Oh, this one's going to be tough. You think so? I think so, because there's a... I think the music to Shrek adds a lot to the 
to the movie. But yeah. I don't. <sighs> All right, let's go but ahead. The, okay, let's... Let's, let's. I'll get Shrek. Okay. Oh <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> um, I'm pulling it up as we speak for Batman. If I can get this uh, up here first, I will. Here we go. Track listing. Um, I hope that's right. I hope this is. Why does there are only five songs for Batman? Is Probably because uh, the rest was instrumental. Okay, so I've got. I don't have artists for any except for one. Um, the future, electric chair, the arms of Orion with Sheena Easton, and the writers were Easton and Prince, and Party Man, and Vicky Waiting is what I have according to Wikipedia. So mm-hmm. you know it's got to be true. Did, did uh, Danny Elfman do all the other? Yeah, so yeah. Okay, so the track listing. Oh, Wikipedia is not taking me where I want to. Give me a second. You can, Songs edit. Features. You can edit it when put it whatever you want there. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, Shrek's got All Star Hallelujah in it. Yeah. It's got Good a donkey. Ones. It's got donkey. <laughs> got my donkey. <laughs> okay, so uh, Stay Home by Self. I'm a Believer by Smash Mouth. Yeah. Like Wow, Leslie Carter. It's It Is You by Dana Glover. Uh, Best Years of Our Lives by the Baja Men. Bad Reputation by Half Cocked. My Beloved Monster by the Eels. Uh, you Belong to Me, Jason Wade. Hallelujah, Rufus Wainwright. I'm On My Way, The Proclaimers. I'm a Believer, Eddie Murphy. And True Love's First Kiss. So, that's that. Yeah. Okay. Some of those are instrumentals. Yeah. Um, let's see here, Nathan, we'll start with you on this one. Um, I, when I think of, um, Batman, I think I think more about like Batman, Batman forever when it comes to the soundtrack stuff, mm-hmm. um, at least with the soundtrack, not score. Cause like Same. when I said Danny Elfman, like that's immediately what I think of. Cause right. I think of the animated show too. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that dance wasn't in there too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shrek. Yeah. I mean, I have to choose Shrek here because, uh, Shrek, I think. That, like I just have all those associations with like almost all those songs with scenes attached to the film. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, like it opens up with all star and or right. I, I think that's right. Yeah, Either all star. I'm a believer. I can't remember. Which I'm one. All-star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All-star, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's, there's so much connection there. And, um, even though, uh, one could argue Batman might be a better movie, like just for me, like, I think I like it more, but I don't think of the music as much. Um, at least like the the soundtrack, like I was saying. Um, so uh, I'm going to choose Shrek. Okay. All right. Um, changing it up. Joshua, what do you think? Uh, you know, this one's tough for me because I really do like the, the use of music in Shrek, um, especially with uh, Hallelujah um, and um, All-Star. Uh, I thought really fit that opening sequence, but being a product of the eighties and being out, being alive and in high school when that movie, well, junior high, when that movie came out and that album was everywhere. Gotcha. It really was. I mean, the bat dance video was played on MTV uh, and 
that was a whole selling point was that prince did the soundtrack to that and it was like another prince album so right. they are so iconically linked together well and and also um full disclosure this actually before we started before uh, our guests arrived today josh and i were rereading our, our master list and he noticed that batman wasn't even on there and i'm like i mean it's it's kind of just a prince album right and he's like yeah but it belongs on there so i that speaks to to what you're saying like it it's it's uh it needs to be represented and i remember you know people bought that soundtrack they just bought it it was right yeah it was one of the big sellers you yeah know? And, similar to like saturday night fever right yeah. and you it, not just because it was prince but it was a batman soundtrack so right you know it had the big batman logo on mm -hmm. it and, so it was hot that was what my my childhood really was. bedroom was decorated in was batman yeah, so, so it was it was a big a big deal you're right um christy so I, I haven't oh. I, I haven't i don't know come back to me on that okay Let me think christy that. yeah i'm basically piggyback what nathan and josh said shrek was definitely one of those spot-on soundtracks and people were buying that and basically what shrek did in the 2000s what wayne's role did when it came out people went back to those songs right because of that coming out you know smack you know we all know smash mouth and everything and hallelujah and just and also you know you gotta give eddie murphy credit because he did his vocals on that right. which he's very talented in singing you know we all know eddie murphy for comedy and everything but the guy has a voice and i know so him from party all the time back in 83 <laughs> i know him he from released. raw not not the wrestling show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just it just definitely stood out and obviously the sequels you know because of that because i believe the soundtrack influenced the sequels as well kind of like guardians of the galaxy a little bit but yeah definitely uh shrek definitely stands out a little bit more just because of this what what it what it did for those people that came when that movie came out for sure totally fair um this so is you're a, going shrek yeah this is a, a funny one for me because i was a huge batman fan as a kid like i said my my whole bedroom was that was all it was a, it was everywhere but I don't think of soundtrack when I think of the movie. I, think I just the don't show yeah. more than the movie, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I mean, show had more oh. familiar music. To right. Me if you had grown yeah. up in that time, I did you, well, you were young. I you was, know? but that's, I mean, yeah. that should be even more reason to have that impression. Well, you probably really didn't even know who Prince was at the time. No. That, yeah. And that's true. If you were into music at that time, I, that, that was as much linked to the movie as anything else right and musically i was not in the prince genre yet right. i was i was still in country and and old rock and roll right so yeah. yeah you know i'm gonna go with batman on this one because when i when you think of soundtracks i think batman was more iconically linked with its soundtrack than shrek was gotcha um not that the soundtrack's worse or anything uh but i people who saw the movie also wanted to buy the soundtrack. I don't think Shrek was quite like that. Um, that's fair. Um, so my vote is actually going to be for Shrek. I think um, it, it's got more. How do I want to say that? Not more. It's um, it was an interesting way to get a younger generation introduced to old music, you know, by like mm -hmm. them redoing the monkey song, um, that kind of stuff. Like, and, and here's It'll something be a Neil Diamond song to me. Well, and here's the thing, like personally, it really drives me nuts. It, it borderline really makes me upset when people are like, oh, that's that song from da da da. I'm like, it was a song before the damn movie. Um, and Shrek is like the end all be all of that kind of an example. Right. And uh, which as much as 
it's a love or hate thing that also speaks to the power of the soundtrack too so because of that i've, I've got to go with shrek um I, I enjoy the songs a little bit better um i'm a big prince fan now and i couldn't tell you a single prince fan prince song from that movie i know prince songs from prince albums i guess is the best way to say that uh so my vote is for shrek uh going to the comments uh kim says jared look at imdb i will try to do that from here on out and see um let's see here i gotta go back up up uh elkie says she's back welcome back elkie where'd you go do you have to go get another milwaukee's best <laughs> uh julia says the songs on shrek are great but all of them are performed not by the people who made them famous no joan jett no monkeys no jeff buckley and all this going up against an all prince album voting for prince okay um cj says shrek soundtrack is almost perfect the beginning fairy tale story leading into the all-star sequence is a stuff of legends uh the hallelujah scene is so underappreciated that just gah, the soundtrack uh the shrek soundtrack excuse me perfectly shows what kind of movie it is also the shrek is soul is the sole reason why all-star and smash mouth is such a meme and shrek also just blows batman out of the water uh strong argument to be made by cj garmo uh cindy says shrek Steven says Stephanie Norton is driving, but she votes for Shrek, and Steven also votes for Shrek. Kim says Shrek, it's a great soundtrack. Uh, try saying that one time slow. Uh, Elkie <laughs> says vote Shrek, and Mike says Batman. How the hell is Shrek even in this competition? Um, never a dull moment with Mr. Mike McCorder. Love it. Uh, Kim says I think Shrek is also uh, exactly what I said. A uh, great way to introduce new generation to some of those songs. Uh, I've never. Never been a fan of Prince. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. oh got me gosh. till the last sentence there. Right. Uh, <laughs> Barb says her vote is Shrek, and Mike says Batman is uh, for our truer soundtrack. Shrek is just grabbing a bunch of existing songs. Oh boy, how creative! <laughs> but it, you know, honestly, and I've, I've talked about this on the show, uh, and even in our local music scene, what are we doing to support the next generation, the people that are going to make this uh, continue on, or what's this going to look like in twenty years? Um, and we need things like this as silly and as, as, you know, on the surface as it may seem, it's things like this that, that really inspire people to, to pick up an instrument and to, to get into music. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what guardians of the galaxy did really, really well. That's like that's a couple years ago too. And that's true too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good point. Uh, Ben Russell says, but the opening sequence on Trek DVD will absolutely drive you nuts. If you have a baby and fall asleep with it on, <laughs> that's probably very true. Ben, uh, wise words, my friend, uh, Kim says, sorry, not sorry. All right, so uh, where are we at on the votes here? It's not even close. It's Shrek by eight and Batman three. It's just, yeah. But I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I, you know. I, I get it. It's fair argument. If we were talking score, I think I would definitely go Batman. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, hands yeah. down. Dan Danny Elfman's definitely so good at score, for yeah. sure. That's yeah. what I think of with Batman almost every single time. Not even Christopher Nolan. I think of Danny, Danny Elfman. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. That music. Did Elfman do the animated series? For, did a few on the animated yeah, series? Yeah, he did maybe? the animated series. Yeah, that's probably why that one stands out to me more than a movie for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I just think of you know, Kiss from a Rose when I think of All right, so it looks like Shrek is moving on. Next up, Holy Smokes, Battle of the Eighties. Oh, Dirty Dancing versus Top Gun. I have already got Top Gun uh, pulled up, so I'll go ahead and and list some of these off. Uh, of course, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Only song. Right. <laughs> um, Mighty Wings by Cheap Trick. Hot Summer Nights by The Miami Sound Machine. Heaven in Your Eyes, Lover Boy. Through the Fire, Larry Green. 
Playing with the Boys, Kenny Loggins, Lead Me On, Tina Marie, Destination Unknown by Marietta Waters, uh, The Top Gun Anthem, and Take My Breath Away by Berlin, um, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding, Memories by Harold Flatemeyer, Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, you've got, I'm sorry, you've lost that loving feeling, Righteous Brothers, Can't Fight This Feeling, Ario Speedwagon, Broken Wings, Mr. Mister, The Final Countdown, Europe, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, Starship, and The Power of Love by Jennifer Rush. Wow. Uh, all right. And Josh is working on Dirty okay. Dancing. I've had the time of my life by Bill Medley and Jennifer something. Mm -hmm. uh, Be My Baby by the Ronettes. She's Like the Wind, Patrick Swayze. Hungry Eyes, Eric Carmen. Stay, uh, Maurice Williams. Uh, you Don't Own Me, Hey Baby. Love is Strange, Where Are You Tonight? And I'll Remember in the Still of the Night by the Five Saints. Did he just leave us? He just left. I think we're he just uh, left us. We're just going to have to vote without him. We are. And uh, hopefully we'll get this done before he gets back. So. Yeah, that way uh, he doesn't even have a chance. Yeah. Well, who wants to go first? Uh, well, let's do Christy. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'd rather watch Hot Shots than freaking Top Gun. Me too. Just saying. I'm, I'm not a fan of the movie, but you can't deny that soundtrack. However, Dirty Dancing just they the songs just fit with the storyline better when it comes to the movie and of course i appreciate anybody that does their own music and that just to contribute to it even if it is in vanity or vanity whatever like you mentioned earlier well mm -hmm. you know patrick swayze didn't i wouldn't say it was a vanity project for patrick swayze no yeah, uh, not the song i mean it was just yeah. then again the same song for his love scene is in every single one of his movies that's true <laughs> so there's a little bit in there i think yeah. but but for me personally it, it just dirty dancing just stands out more even though top gun does have a great soundtrack but i just personally would like dirty dancing and plus i was obsessed with it as a kid that last scene just you know the time of yeah. my time of my life and that video with that is great too right dirty dancing for me dirty dancing for you well Nathan, what do you think? This is tough because uh, I think I like Dirty Dancing more as a movie, uh, especially as an adult, like growing up. I mean, I have more fun with Top Gun. And I will say, like, you know, <laughs> um, Jared was listing off all the songs. The only song I ever really think about with that movie, obviously, is Danger Zone. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one that just Same. keeps playing over and over and over again in almost every scene. Um, so I think I'm going to choose Top Gun just for, like, the, the score like reason wise because like i just have that association like just so connected to that um but i think i like dirty dancing more as a movie for sure uh and it definitely like i i would rather watch that movie but i think for a score purpose i'm going to go with uh top gun fair we're back yeah you're back i'm what, back what's... i had a pee oh did you <laughs> i was dying i was dying i thought well, I'd we, be able we to held it away. down so christy went with dirty dancing for okay. You thought the songs fit this the show. Okay. And it sounded like Nathan went with Top Gun. Top Gun, yes. All right. Um Top Gun. Final answer. You think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why? 
so just way more hits. Uh, uh, I almost want to say more variety, um, a little bit into some rock and some pop and that kind of stuff. Whereas uh, I think it was uh, Danny Brown or I think that was his name. I can't remember for sure earlier. Might have been Mike McCorder. I don't know. Uh, somebody talking about chick flicks. Uh, Dirty Dancing had kind of they they um, appealed more to to the female audience, I think, in general, musically speaking. Um, but, and nothing wrong with that. I, I don't mean that. Um, it's just for me, I, I kind of I'm like I'm like Nathan. I heard you say, too, that uh, Danger Zone is like that's that's the song for that. But also Berlin. Um, and speaking of which, um, I'm going to pull this back here real quick. Uh, that's actually a funny story, piece of trivia, I guess, for you, if you didn't know, um, is at the beginning of the show, we showed this. Uh, Jen Steinman is the one that actually wrote um, the uh, Berlin song that I can't think of the name of all of a sudden. No, he produced it. He engineered he it. it. Sorry. Um <laughs> You're giving me that. Josh is giving me that look like, uh, yeah, no, no, that not quite. No, it, but yeah, um, what's what's the name of the song? Why can I not think of it? Um, take my breath away. Take my breath away. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so ironic too. Whenever I saw that he passed away this week, that we're doing this episode, mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So you're top, going with Top Gun. Top Gun for me. Yep. So I have to go with Top Gun, just because one, there's more original music for the movie. So, Danger Zone, automatically think of uh, Top Gun. Uh, and most of the songs in Dirty Dancing, they could be in other movies as well. Uh, at the time of my life, of course, that was original. But there, I think there's more songs written originally for Top Gun than there was for Dirty Dancing. Two, uh, Take My Breath Away, Danger Zone. Well, Take My Breath Away won an Oscar. Right. And Danger Zone were both written by a guy from Springfield, Tom Whitlock. Correct. And he was in my uncle's bands. So I need to probably go yeah. with that. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Represent Springfield. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's go ahead and go to the comments then. Um, wow. A lot, of, uh, a lot of good opinions on here. Let's see here. Um, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Mike says, I can't argue that old songs and new movies do bring back to life and exposes them to a new generation so i can't say that it's a bad thing that's fair that's fair uh julia says top gun uh ben says hashtag team dirty dancing uh steven with top gun uh ben russell says nobody puts baby in the corner uh ben also says did you say the still of the night by the dirty saints no we didn't uh uh top gun from deborah klein deb thanks for joining us uh, Brian says Top Gun. Uh, ben says Dirty Dancing is one of the best romantic uh, movies of all time. Did uh, Ben vote for Dirty Dancing? He already voted, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kim says Top Gun. Hello, volleyball scene. Had <laughs> <laughs> a girl. Uh, Cindy says both are great, but got to go with Top Gun. And by Top Gun, she means <laughs> the volleyball scene. The volleyball scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of homoeroticism in there. There's some latent. <laughs> mm -hmm. Show enough. Uh, Barb says, Dirty Dancing is my mom's favorite movie. Uh, she one day sat through multiple showings of the movie, but my vote is Top Gun. Had the cassette soundtrack, and we watched the movie on video dozens of times. Fair enough. Ben says, Dirty Dancing, the pottery scene. Uh, wrong uh, movie. Wrong movie. That's buddy. Ghost. That's Ghost. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, vote Top Gun from Elkie. 
Um, that's all right, Ben. <laughs> Keep trying. Keeps. Hey, you'll never you'll never hit a home run if you don't swing, buddy. Um, Mike McCorder says Tom, a local Springfield writer, wrote the songs for Top Gun and won Academy Awards in '86. Yep. Uh, Barb says Kim, I agree. No better eye candy than those grease, sweaty, rip bodies. <laughs> but it's Patrick Swayze. Come on now. Uh, you take my yeah, that's what it was. Um, Ben says I would it would have to be an amazing time of the year of your life. Uh, I didn't read that right at all. It would be amazing to have the time of your life while living in the danger zone. I think that's a tricky situation, sir. <laughs> uh, Brian says it's also great to it is so great to be out of town and still listen to the show. I appreciate you uh, tuning in, Brian. It's awesome to have you here. Miss you, and be safe. Uh, Mike says a little time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little Top Gun Trivia. I thought it was like Little House on the Prairie tie-in. Uh, little Top Gun Trivia. Judas Priest uh, was ta was tapped to do a song for the soundtrack, but they kept it uh, for the Turbo record. Yeah, was that Turbo Lover, by the way? Uh, I bet you it was. I'm your Turbo Lover. <laughs> All right, so where are we at on votes here, Joshua? Two to 11. Holy guacamole. You want to guess which one was which? Yeah, I'd say Top Gun took cake. I think so. <laughs> dirty so what we're saying is uh <laughs> we did not have the time of our life no <laughs> we love you patrick but right apparently not that looks much. like baby was I'm put the in the corner dedicated person here besides ben russell <laughs> oh you, even though he was thinking of ghosts argument, argument <laughs> right ba ba the baby was put in the corner here. while she was making pottery <laughs> 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 all right um let me uh put this over here updated the board not to mention roadhouse <laughs> right yep so, um, yeah, that's and then, good point, Christy. We're already representing a Patrick Swayze movie. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to our final bracket here, which is Oh, Brother, oh, Where Art brother. Thou versus oh, Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> well, I mean, these couldn't be any more different from one another if we tried. They both have great cast, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. All right, so I'm looking up the soundtrack, and we've got uh, What is Love by Hathaway uh, for Night at the Roxbury, Bamboogie by Bamboo, uh, Disco Inferno by Cindy Lauper, Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart, uh, Pop Music by Third Party, uh, Be My Lover, La Bausch, uh, This Is Your Night, Amber, Beautiful Life, Ace of Bass, Where Do You Go, My Lovely, by No Mercy. Uh, a little bit of ecstasy by Jocelyn and Enriquez. What is love? I already said that. Uh, Careless whisper by Tami T Tama Tamia. Sure, not by um, George Michael. Hmm. Might be the same song in a cover. I don't know for sure. Uh, Josh, what have you got for Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Okay, so we got Poe Lazarus by James Carter, Big Rock Candy Mountain, Harry McClintock. McClintock. Yeah, you are my sunshine by Norman Blake. Down to the river to pray, Alison Krauss. I'm a man of constant sorrow. So three hits so far. Uh, hard time killing for uh, you wouldn't talking about him. I'm a man of constant sorrow, Norman Blake. Uh, I'll fly away, Alison Krauss. Uh, didn't leave nobody but the baby, Emmy Lou Harris, Alison Krauss, and like who else? Uh, in the highways, I'm weary. Oh, death by Ralph Stanley in the jailhouse now. Uh, Lonesome Valley and Angel Band sounds like a lot of filler. All right, a <laughs> lot of filler. <laughs> I'm joking. All right, 
All right. Where's so the green um, screen or the not green screen, the joking we used to do. Oh, you mean you want screen this little thing? Yes. I'm joking. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna do a Julia Lay Cobb for that too. I mean, can we not make our own content and our own yeah. material here? No, we've been <laughs> accused of stealing. Oh wait, I forgot. I've got a script that I'm yeah. supposed to follow. <laughs> let me um let, let him read it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sound it out. There you go. Yeah. Here's what I think of this. <laughs> All right. So moving like... right along <laughs> from the unsung script. Did they give you that? No, I wrote it down because yeah. it's accurate as hell. Um. All right. So uh, I'm, I'll go first on this one. Uh, where are we at? We're on. Uh, my vote is night at the Roxbury. I know. Surprise. Shocker. Um, but, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, they Sir, had... Sir, just justify yourself on that one. Okay, so, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou had, um, Man of Constant Sorrow and some Alison Krauss songs and a bunch of filler. Night at the Mo Roxbury made me want to get dressed up and go to the club. With a can of paint? With a can of paint, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll bring half pint with me. Um, I, again, it go, well... I mean, there's so that I, I wanted to initially say Night at the Roxbury soundtrack really supports the movie. Um, but Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It does as well. It is the movie. <sighs> so, which is <sighs> it is the movie. Okay. I'm going to jump in here because I, I, yeah, because now you're, making this, you're, you're not making the Saturday Night Fever uh, okay. argument. I get okay. this. When, um, when the Cohen brothers were, were filming this movie, <laughs> I forgot to put sugar in my coffee. Sorry. When Joel and Ethan Cohen, were uh, producing this movie. They were telling people that the next trend in music is going to be old timey hill music, and they were right. You got Alison Krauss; her success skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. uh, this brought people. <sighs> Alison Krauss was big in the '90s, man. Not Alison Krauss and Union Station was big in the '90s. In her genre, in bluegrass and country, yes. So what what genre did she grow into from this? Movie? Everybody knows her now. Everybody knew the song "Man of Constant Sorrow." That's Union Station, right? But th th and people bought that. People people bought people that associate, album. associate that song more with George Clooney than Alison Krauss. But people bought that album, not because of Alison Krauss, though. No, but it that that album was purchased by. It was a huge selling album. Night at the Roxbury wasn't. Oh, that I, soundtrack. Oh, I'm looking it up. Oh, you got me hot yeah. now, boy. No, no. <laughs> they there was a trend. There was a trend that was created by that movie of Hill Music. People got into it and got into that music. As opposed to dance club music, which had been always been a trend. <laughs> Bluegrass has been around a hell of a lot longer than only dance music. Only a certain amount of people. This got modern, not, I mean widespread. Um, exposure to people who never would have listened to it before, and these people bought this, this album. I'm still voting Night at the Roxbury. That's my vote because you saw the record sales. No, right? I, I actually am. I'm, I'm answering yeah. messages now that you're calling me out on it. Yeah, um, dude, dude, they. No, but I, I am going to Google that. In yeah, fact, I'll dude, do it right here on because, screen. Well, yeah, now that you can't see my screen, they. Uh, this brought a new uh, genre of music to people who had never been exposed to it, and people bought the albums, and it was a very good selling album. 
Are we are we gonna do this for everybody? Yep. <laughs> if you need to like. All right. We need to it. say something, but we're we're gonna <laughs> well, get there. We need to separate <laughs> right. those these two or something. <laughs> Aside from that, the fine. music fits, I think, the the feel of the movie better. The song Oh Death, haunting and made it creepy and Are you really having to having to dig into the weeds to find it? This guy. <laughs> yeah, I was told by one of our fans to go to IMDb, and that was a total fail. Yeah, Wikipedia probably would have it. Yeah, yeah that's what I think too. Money. Yeah, soundtrack. Show you the. All right. All right. Let's look. Hmm. At let's look at just look at like the movie, uh, money maybe. I mean, you probably, I mean, it's not connected to the soundtrack. But. Right. Record sales. Yeah. Do that record sales. Soundtrack. I'm going to Wikipedia to look up there. So track listing personnel. Chart performance. You want us to talk as we're. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us your reasons. Yeah. Um, so. Well, yeah. Give us your reasons while we duke reasons. it out over here. All right. right. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to have to say, oh, brother, where art thou? Oh. Uh, is definitely uh, my choice here um, because it definitely is. I mean, the movie has so many associations with it, just like with the sepia, like the tone, like mm -hmm. the, just like the the background, uh, like how it's shot, the cinematography, the cinematography. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then also um, with the acting, um, with the score, like almost everything in that movie is like almost flawless. I, I think, like when I think of a Coen Brothers film, like I, I mean, I think of a million different other films, but like this is the one that I'm like, like almost every single thing that i don't think about in other coen brother films is like met within this film um and like yeah the score um it, like you know you were saying like i i wasn't into bluegrass i wasn't into hill music and then i listened to this and i i'm like okay i i, I really like this and it really kind of just opened the door for me because I, I mean i'm a metal guy mm -hmm. so um you know and i started listening to this and and the, uh, you know i went down a, a lot of different rabbit holes but um yeah. And you know what? Some of the themes in hill music are the same themes in metal music. Oh yeah, like the dark death song. Mm -hmm. and the... Oh yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's that's my choice over other words. No um, yeah, and I I can't vote against Soggy Bottom Boys because you know they're <laughs> just uh, just I mean they're just old timey, you know. Yeah. And I use old timey. I got my reason. stats. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here you go. Okay. Uh, soundtrack CD became the bestseller. It was first certified gold by the RIAA I -A 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 on uh, February 9th, uh, 2001 uh, and reached eight times platinum by October of 07. It was sold 8 million copies in the United States as of October of 19. I can't. I'm platinum. I can't find it. It went platinum. It went platinum in the UK. Okay. I have the record. I don't have the Night of the Roxbury yeah. record. Right. See, it went eight times. Argument. It went platinum in the United in the United Kingdom for people who've never heard bluegrass. Four time platinum in Canada. Christy Pressler, let's see what you've got to say. <laughs> you think Night at the Roxbury did that? I don't care what it did. I liked it better. <laughs> That's fine. So and here's and here's the deal too. Okay, uh, I'll be honest about this. So I grew up listening to country. Right. By the year two thousand, I was so freaking tired of hearing country and i was that's like honest. i'm I'm ready to go club and i'm ready to do anything different from country so that's right why but it's not about what you like better it's about what's the better soundtrack 
And I, I would make the argument that you could lift some of those songs out of, out of Night at the Roxbury and replace them with other club hits, and it wouldn't make a difference. Oh, I don't disagree with that. Why did that just change? I don't know. I didn't touch <laughs> I don't nothing. Know. Um, you're not wrong. But you couldn't change. You're not wrong about death. that. I think any other song in that wouldn't work out as good. That's fair. Okay, you're not wrong on that on that argument. You're not okay. wrong. I'm not, um, not wrong. But I'm don't also not changing my vote. So. Christy Presser! Christy, <laughs> while we're duking it out. Uh, the only thing I have to say is not every night, even the people who don't watch movies, they know what they everyone knows that. I personally think that if it wasn't for the Clooney and them jumping on that Clooney bandwagon, that it wouldn't have gotten the credit or the publicity it did get. I personally think there was better other better songs in that genre. That stands out to me because in the movie, we're going back to movie soundtracks. Those songs are great, but they don't make me think of the movie. For which, if I think of those which, songs. which one are you talking about? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Like, what? If you play, for me personally, this is me personally. What you know, just those songs, yes, the songs were the movie. That was yeah. the whole point of the movie, was right. that they were, but they, they were focused too much on the Clooney convicts. train, though. But they, they, it, they had other characters that were just as good, other you know, people, but. For me personally, they drove on that Clooney train a little too much. Where that that music soundtrack just see, not stand out to me. The, the, just the, the one song scene? with him in the, the middle. Sirens scene. Yeah, Alt Elmar. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Emmy Lou Harris and yeah. Alison Krauss. Go to sleep, little baby. That was so haunting. I it mean, was. It was really beautiful. That that fit the scene. That I mean, if you're looking at it as the as like a modern day retelling of the odyssey which mm -hmm. it is ulysses which is yep. what george clooney's character uh -huh. is trying to be the siren scene that was perfectly written the song was perfectly chosen for that scene and the guy got turned into a toad <laughs> right but the thing is is if it wasn't for the clooney train you wouldn't know about it to be honest if no you think that no aspect, cohen the cohen brothers my opinion I'm right brothers the cohen brothers saying. could have put jeff bridges in that and it still would have worked out it's the cohen brothers That's it's why cohen brothers going. people yeah. went to see the movie because it was the cohen brothers I, I yeah. agree. I, <laughs> they really went on that Clooney train just because the first thing that shows is Clooney's face. I had when you look at go back now and listen to the music. Yes, it's very pretty. Hang on, I, I, hang on. I would, I got, I would agree on. if they hadn't had so much success before. They did Fargo was a huge success, and that didn't have anybody who was really famous in it. They made Fargo, people famous. We're talking about oh, brother, what I'm saying is though. that people because it was the Coen Brothers who wrote it. That was as big of a draw as Clooney. I don't think so. I think so. Not for that particular movie. No, because... after after Fargo, yes, people wanted to see anything. It was like, it was like uh, um, Pulp Fiction. It was like Pulp Fiction for uh, or or Reservoir Dogs for uh, Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. Well, Big Lebowski was right after Fargo, so that's like what, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta remember, Will Ferrell yeah. and Chris Kattan were big at that time frame. So neither Roxbury was was Saturday Night Live. I mean. You gotta think of that aspect too of the popularity with that. Right. And, and they had that introduction. They had okay, they had like what two, three years before Night at the Roxbury to put that into people's minds, whereas opposed to one movie and it having the cultural impact. Also, who directed yeah. Night at the Roxbury? I don't know. All right. Yeah. That one person. <laughs> um but not everyone's gonna focus on the director exactly. or like that. I That's mean, exactly right. You know, well, they're they're gonna focus on what the you know, obviously storyline, but who's in it too. I just feel like the Clooney kind of overwritten the storyline and the music with the movie of, of Brother Art Thou to me. If I listen to the music separately without the movie, yeah, it's a great soundtrack, but 
if you're th- if you're basing it off the movie soundtrack and where what movie it's related to, Neither Roxbury stands out more because those songs are going to be giving you that good feeling and remembrance of like, oh my gosh, and quote the movies and continuation of that. I'm sorry, I can't quote Wh- Oh Brother Art Thou when I hear I'm their Dapper songs. Man. They turned you into a toad. <laughs> what? We thought you was a toad. Yeah, but there's more quotes that will remind you when you hear the songs Neither Roxbury with that movie. I know no quotes from Night at the Roxbury. Let's go to the comments, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're still going with Night at the Roxbury? I am. I'm with you. You're going Night at the Roxbury and Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Uh, let's see here. Okay, so Deborah says, I'd rather watch Roadhouse and get some Jeff Healy action going on. Sam Plus, you get Sam Elliott. Exactly. Uh, Julia Deborah, says, enough with Sam Elliott. Ju- Julia says, Oh Brother, an all-time favorite. Uh, Brian with Oh Brother. Deborah with Oh Brother. Uh, Kim says, I'm voting for Oh Brother just for putting Bluegrass out to a new generation of listeners. Absolutely. Um, ben says, Oh Brother. Elke says, just one more scream can. Uh, and <laughs> Barb says, Oh Brother. Cindy says, Roxbury has better music. I can't do hillbilly music. Ben says, uh, I agree with whatever Joshua Poole is getting ready to say, but because of the soundtrack, to say, because that soundtrack is the movie. Gotcha. Uh, Steven says, Stephanie Norton votes, Oh Brother, where art thou? Um, ben says, Constant Sorrow is a karaoke draw over the nation. Unfortunately, you're correct. Uh, <laughs> Kim says, Josh is right. Bluegrass became mainstream because of it. Well, let me tell you something. Bluegrass... Uh, gain some resurgence some of us already were exposed anywhere. to bluegrass and and knew it's all not about whether it. or not you were exposed to it. it people have been exposed to it for years and years and years what it is is it broadened the exposure it went from from genre right. specific to pop music yeah so that's that's my thing you know i gotcha i gotcha okay says uh vote night of the roxbury uh julia says people who never brought bluegrass album bought the oh brother we're at the soundtrack yep uh, ben says, mic drop. Uh, <laughs> I was one of those people that uh, bought the album. Mike McCorder, Same. the voice of reason, says, I like Night better song-wise, but Brother has far more impact on exposing people to music they were never into. Just repeating uh, the others already said. Yep, that's fair. Uh, ask Jeeves, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I- I'm dying to ask anybody. They'll give me the answer, uh, especially if it's an inflated number. Uh, Kim, per the Rolling Stone, Oh Brother sold 8 million copies. Uh, Elkie says night at the Roxbury. Okay, got it. Um, Ben says, I didn't even know that there was a night at the Roxbury record. You should check it out. Um, oh man, it jumped. It's just a club record. It could be any type of movie. Oh, brother is a musical. Uh, night at the Roxbury is a parody film about Saturday night fever or Saturday night live. Just like Wayne's world. Uh, Julia says, we thought you was a toad. (laughs) Um, Ben Russell says, I watched the movie because of the song constant sorrow. Deborah Klein says, the only song I remember from A Night at Roxbury is What is Love? Oh, brother, uh, there are many I remember. I didn't watch it for George. The Siren song is one of my favorites. I watched it because my dad asked me if I had heard the T-Bone Barnett song, so we rented the movie. Um, and Ben says, uh, this is a really good show tonight. Thanks, Ben. I'm glad you're participating and getting to catch it. It's it's good stuff. and I, It's it's fun uh, debate. It's not like <laughs> I'm going to go and take him out and, and throw him down the stairs onto the show. Uh, well, but I might. Not but again. I might. Not again. Well, not again. Don't say that loud. We're accessory if you do that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Elke says she agrees with Christy. Uh, exactly, Christy. Um, all I can think of is two morons bobbing their head. <laughs> Fair. Um, He's referring to the movie, not you and Christy uh, agreeing with this. What? 
Shots fired, y'all. I mean, Chris Kattan. But the gonna... thing is, you know what that's from. That's the key, though. Whenever someone does that, you instantly know which movie that is from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't respect people that do that. Oh, come on now. <laughs> so suddenly you don't respect me and Christy? No, that Bob. Duly noted. When I see people in the club, I was like, yeah. You Fair it. enough. All right, so where yeah, are we at on both? I'm going to do it right when you're performing. Do you really want to know? <laughs> yes, some of us do. <laughs> 12 to 4. Y'all bunch of damn sellouts. <laughs> No, I, I'm not Sorry. mad at honestly. I'm not mad at that. Um, like I said in my argument, for me personally, um, growing up on country and bluegrass and stuff, like I was just, I was at a turning point. I was burnout. Um, all right, so uh, let me. Oh, I've got too many of these things open. Update this. Oh, brother advances, and uh, that wraps up the right side of the bracket. And oh, if this would work, there we go. We're going to bring this into our little program that we use, and we're going to take a commercial break here in just one second. Um, So let me cue this up, bring this out, do this and that, and that way Joshua can do his little producer thing over there. Ah. Speaking of which, um, (laughs) Josh, normally you and I are able to get through the show and and do some pre-production and kind of smooth things out and today is not one of those days it's not one and of it's those days. it's it's freaking showing man but and the I'm, conversation's good it is it is mm-hmm. all right now we're ready for uh we've got the board all updated and stuff okay, so, so uh okay. we should be able to do that okay. and then one more we're gonna take a commercial break we'll be back hey springfield robert and cheryl crook here and together we are zenlens photo media you've probably seen us around town but did you know we also do family and children photography Don't forget maternity and infant sessions. As well as senior portraits and weddings. Please keep us in mind when you need event coverage and videography. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or www.zenlandsphotomedia.com. Or you can give us a call at 417-818-7067 and book your session today. Oh, let's see if I can hit the button. Got it. Oh, what happened to me? There was a scuffle. <laughs> there was a little scuffle going on. You know, uh, I just want to go over here and check in on Josh. Oh, looky there. <laughs> oh, he must have taken the stairs. <laughs> all good stuff. All right. We so nothing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nothing at all. Uh, let me make sure I've got this set up right uh, as we are behind the scenes. Um. All right, so we are going to go ahead and take this time. To get to know Mr. Nathan Jones. Well, hey. Boom. <laughs> it worked. Uh, Nathan, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, glad we got that feisty little producer out of here for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He was starting some stuff, man. I know how to defend him a little bit. But... <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, nobody puts baby in a corner. Except for me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I got to start at the top here. Nathan, what is your favorite flavor of Pop-Tart? So actually, I've always had a really strong opinion about Pop-Tarts, and I don't know why. But yeah, because um, I because uh, I teach. And so I always have like a question of the day. And it's usually something along the lines of like, hey, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite book? And one of the things I do ask is about Pop-Tarts. So it's a great uh, opener. Yeah, it is. And I said, <laughs> what's your favorite Pop-Tart? And then I immediately, you know, get all the everyone's answers. And then from there i like shut everyone down 
uh, once they're all done. And I'm like, there's only four answers um, because I'm an original Pop-Tart fan. And so I like the original three plus Wildberry, which is what Christy talked about earlier. Gotcha. So strawberry, uh, cherry, and blueberry. Those right. are the those are to me, those are what Pop-Tarts are. Yep. And so uh, my favorite Pop-Tart is cherry. And it's uh, to me, it's like one of the best artificial cherry flavors, like mm-hmm. Airheads. I really like cherry Airheads and I really like cherry Pop-Tarts. Right. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I'm like you. I, I'm Camp Fruit, as we refer to it on the show. Uh, and we've got a T-shirt out uh, on our website also. And one for the brown sugar cinnamon folks yeah. uh, that are. That one's respectable, I guess. But, yeah, you know, um, so I'm, I'm like you. I grew up with uh, a strawberry and blueberry. And it wasn't until, I don't know, five years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that cherry. And I'm like, wow, that's really good because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not big on artificial cherry. So exactly what you said. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um so yeah, uh, butter or no butter on your pop tarts? I can do both. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've I've tried it. I mean, I I guess I've not done with butter much because I I normally because I haven't thought about it. But I mean, the times I have done it, I'm like I've enjoyed it. And, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, usually the butter I need to I need it to be toasted if I'm going to do the butter. Yeah, it makes sense for it to be warm. Right. Somebody we had a I th- Christy helped me out on this. I think it might have been Barb. Uh, that was talking about you've got to score the the pop tart and stuff before you toast it, and then that way when you go to butter it, it gets on all the crevices. I'm like, that's too much work for a damn pop tart. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pop tart. Um, fair enough. So I'll ask you the same thing I asked Christy. Um, there's a toy company that is making action figures of Nathan Jones. What two accessories does it come with? Well, you see, there's probably already a Nathan Jones action figure. I mean, if you remember the Australian wrestler. Yes, you know, uh, from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, he's uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Um, and uh, Troy. Um, yeah. And so he's the first guy to get killed. I always say that when I when I plug anything. It's like, hey, if you're going to look me up, make sure you type in these specific things. You're going to find the Australian wrestler. <laughs> right, right. Slash WWF. Right. Wrestler. Yep. yep. Um, so besides not already having an action figure, um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess I would have a string. Uh, like a, with a, a lot of different voices because I can do a lot of different sounds from different movies like Predator. You know, I'll just do that. We got. That's um, freaking awesome. You know, and like uh, I can talk like Elmo or something or, you know, Scooby-Doo or Shaggy. I So I, I'm sure everybody does this, but, you know, like when you talk to an animal, you, mm-hmm. you said it a voice and I, which that was not mine, but it was almost um, I, I catch myself doing that to my cat. And sometimes I'm like, man, I sound like Elmo. What is up with this? But yeah, um, I'm all for that kind of stuff. And I think it's fun. Yeah, I actually uh, talking about that question of the day I do with my students. Sometimes mm-hmm. I actually asked one time uh, like, OK, I'm going to start the first five minutes of class with the most amount of votes that you pick between Smeagol yoda and elmo oh wow and uh easy yeah and i was just laughing the whole time when they all picked elmo so i'm like okay we're we're gonna do the first five minutes of uh yeah there's smeagol right there i mean i mean come on who doesn't love andy circus good stuff yeah. okay so a pull string pull string uh and then removable facial hair so i like, noticed that about you on your facebook yeah i i changed my facial hair a lot um so when i was in china i was actually completely like i was a baby um and like I just rocked a mustache not that long ago, which I think you saw probably from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a long beard, a short beard. Uh, it's all over the place. Um, but luckily, I, I look fine with all, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like either either way. So I'm like, I, I'm blessed that you're way. able to change it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Interchangeable facial hair. I like that. Yeah. So like a, a detachable beard or mm-hmm. a yeah, kind of. Well, I almost said a Mr. Potato Head, a potato head. Yes. Um. All right. So, um. <laughs> 
that's me, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Right. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Um, what uh, was your first album that you bought with your own money? Uh, with my own money, I, I mean, I was going to go Chrissy route with like NSYNC and Britney Spears. Like, I didn't spend my own money on that. So that was my parents. Um, so it doesn't count. So I'm your parents say, bought that? Those oh, you mean for, for you. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, ones, dang. The, like, I took a, a sharp turn, the classic rock route, and I actually got Pink Floyd's The Wall. Ooh. That was like my first. Um, yeah. And I remember the CD costing like 30 or $40. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, mm. At the time. Was it and, some kind of like deluxe edition or something? I guess. I mean, it's already a double disc, right? Right. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I maybe I'm just like blowing up that figure in my mind as a, eh. as a kid. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, these were a pretty high price. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the wall. That's fair. Um, do you play any instruments? I do not. I played uh, I played one instrument uh, in like fifth grade. Yeah. Was it in band or an orchestra or what? It was in band at school. It was the flute. Oh, really? Yeah. A flautist. I wanted to, um, uh, you know, that part in Stairway to, he uh, Stairway to Heaven. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to do that. Very cool. So, so. Uh, were you, did you ever learn it? Were you able to do oh, it? No, no. It, it took two weeks and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. You're like, I can't even get Mary had a little lamb. I'm I out. Can't even do, I can't do this thing. You know, like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, maybe you should have uh, detached your beard and just used the power of the I mustache. I had the beard back then. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. So, you know. <laughs> um, if you could play any instrument, what would you like to be able to play? Uh, I always go between two and they're similar because I guess they have like, I guess I'm not huge into like playing music, obviously. So correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. but like strings uh like uh so anyway violin mm -hmm. and the piano nice so those are i mean obviously very different ways to play it very but, different but uh the feelings that they produce for people listening right. are very similar yes yeah so i i like that somberness i guess mm -hmm. and like you can it's just you can relax with it so yeah i like that yeah absolutely so um and uh another question that i want to ask you and i'll circle back to christy ask her this i asked about your first album what was the first movie that you owned being a movie buff Oh man, uh, I can I can remember my first Blu-ray. Okay, um, which so, is, you're you're big into Blu-ray yeah. over a DVD. I want to talk about that too oh, yeah. in a minute. But yeah, what was your first Blu-ray then? Well, I remember my first Blu-ray because I was actually you know I was really hesitant on like transitioning you know from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray and all that stuff. Right, um, and Laserdisc before all that. I mean, I was around for that. But um, my first Blu-ray was Avatar actually because it was one of the like I mean the James Cameron Avatar. Mm -hmm. It's a good movie, and I mean, yeah. like, there's a, a lot of movies that are like it, like Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas. They're all similar in the, the same kind of vein, Last of Mohicans and stuff. Um, but that was my first Blu-ray. I do remember one of my first DVDs probably was like the original Star Wars trilogy. Gotcha. Uh, even though they weren't like the original, you know, George Lucas edits. Like they they were right. Yeah, they were edited and changed up a bit, which I know is a whole thing. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, so why Blu-ray over DVD besides uh, just like the new refresher in thing? Right. Well, uh, I mean, now there's 4k, 4k Blu-ray, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, the next step and obviously everyone's streaming right now, but, um, physical media is a, it's a niche market, but at the same time, there's so many titles you cannot get, um, you know, through streaming. I mean, obviously there's a lot right. more streaming services now, so almost like it used to like it's cable now. Exactly. Exactly. It's divided up. So for myself, I've got like Netflix, HBO Max, Peacock, uh, Hulu. Like we have all of these to be able to get this show and that show on this one and this show on that one. And it's very divided. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and financially, that's definitely like if you're not really going to buy things all the time, that's definitely the way to go because you can just stream it. Right. Um, but for me, I'm a big physical media collector. So I have thousands of movies um, on most of them, like 99.9% .9 of them are on Blu ray or 4K right. Blu ray. 
Um, and yeah, the reason is um, just uh, picture quality, harder to scratch. Um, it's also on just like CRISPR and um, it's just, it's sleeker on the shelves. It's shelf space too, because it's a lot, like it's a lot it is slimmer. Case. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've never, to be honest, and maybe it was my TV, because uh, I don't have a 4K TV, but I've never been able to tell the difference between DVD and Blu-ray. Oh yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm movie trash for saying that, but that's well, just my my opinion on that. I'd say early on it, it wasn't as noticeable, but like and that's now fair. it's certainly like it's not 1080p anymore. It's definitely right. like yeah, like you got on on a Blu-ray you have either a 2K or a 4K scan, even if it's not a 4K, it could be right. a 4K scan or something. Mm -hmm. You and and it looks a lot better on a like a 4K TV. Gotcha. Yep, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Nathan, what would you be if you followed your childhood dream? Um, actually, I, I am following my childhood dream. I like I'm a I'm a teacher, um, except I switched uh, subjects, I suppose. So uh, history was my subject growing up because I had a history teacher in, in fifth grade that I really, really liked and uh, just like caught me into like just the world of history. Yeah. And then I realized as I was growing up in high school, I'm like, I can either be a coach or a history museum curator slash, you know, like or teachers. Gotcha. There's not very there's limited uh, things to do with history. So that's the reason I kind of got out of that and went to communication and now i'm a public speaking teacher and i teach communication um yeah so that's what i do very cool very cool um it totally makes sense because i too was going to be a history teacher I, I chose not to because i'm like i'm done with school <laughs> i'm over it but my freshman year i had a history teacher that really gave me a passion for history so i really i really understand that and get that i think that's really awesome all right um I think we've got all that covered. Now then, Joshua. Let, oh, actually, before I do that, I want to let me see if I can flip over here. Um, Christy. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, Christy, what was your first uh, movie that you bought with your own money? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. I know the first movie I went to the theaters for. OK, what was uh, that? That one is the original My Morphin Power Ranger movie. There you go. Um, 95. I remember going to theaters for that one. And the, the soundtrack in that movie really got me wanting to learn more about music growing up and stuff. Uh, as of buying first movie, that probably don't remember. I do remember my first Blu-ray because I just recently got on the Blu-ray train. And I got uh, Frighteners. Michael, oh, J nice. Michael J. Fox. and It's a great movie. I actually have that on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, I did too at one point. Yep. And de I'm definitely expanding to the blu-ray that, that was, was like i was like you jared movie. yeah very very underrated. very much so for sure and i'm with jared like i just didn't really notice the difference till i actually start buying and looking into it with the blue difference between blu-ray and dvd and right now that i'm buying more blu-ray for classic horror movies like uh like sleepaway camp is only on blu-ray <sighs> and i bought that i know right <laughs> 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 if you haven't seen that holy uh, mm -hmm. i would definitely recommend either watching it or even looking at the dead meat uh youtube channel because they talk about it and but yeah just definitely exploring the blu-ray has been definitely rewarding i definitely suggest everyone to do at least one movie speaking of which uh perfect segue thank you christy um Nathan, tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel because you also run a YouTube channel that is dedicated to movies. Yeah, um, so it's the same same name as mine, so Nathan Jones. But like I said, type in a like movie reviewer. Or like, don't type in with an Australian accent. Yes. Oh, you'll get something completely different. That was totally British. I don't know. I'm yeah. just gonna stop. All right. Oh, what? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, if you just type in Nathan Jones, you're gonna find him. Um, but uh, yeah, if you just type in like Blu-ray or you know uh, Nathan Jones movie review, uh, you'll you'll find me. Um, I talk all about the physical media mostly. Mm -hmm. I talk about uh, Blu-rays and collecting. And um, honestly, there's been a, a big shift on like minimalism and uh, collecting. It's like a weird thing uh, that we're finding a balance because um, 
yeah anyway that's a whole nother subject but we talk about all sorts of things i do movie reviews sometimes um like right I, now you're doing a uh a through z challenge so yeah. like a through m and then l through z yeah so yeah uh, i actually stumbled accidentally because i have so i have a such a long queue of movies that i have because i i buy so much physical media that i don't have all the time in the world to watch everything buy um uh, obviously i do a lot of research before i buy them um or i like a certain actor or director or something associated with the film and uh yeah i just stumbled into this abc challenge and i'm like i need to get you know i need to watch these 26 at least 26 movies just randomly on my shelf uh, and i'm going from a to z some of them are really hard like q and z and all of those sure um, sure kind of hard to find movies but uh, you know you can find a way if you have streaming services too if you can join in the challenge as well it's like just you know mm-hmm watch movies that have been sitting on your shelf for a while or like watch movies that you've never seen before. That's part of the whole challenge. Well, and what was interesting for me too is um, you're not like a, um, what's the, what's the word I want? Like a casual viewer of, of the, like your, your A through M series that you just uploaded on YouTube. I watched the whole thing and, th- and it's a good thing that I'm, I didn't know a single movie that you, that you had, you know, uh, suggested it, which was refreshing to me because I thought, oh, A through Z, okay, so it's going to be Avatar, it's going to be Batman, it's going to be, and it was none of that. It was great stuff. So I think that's really cool. And that's, it makes sense when you said that you follow like directors and, and you know, um, all that kind of stuff. It, it makes sense why they're kind of off the beaten path. Right. From, I mean, from mainstream. Yeah. And like I was mentioning earlier with The Big Chill, it's like, I know that's a, it's a big movie, obviously, but it's not a big movie to a lot of modern audiences. Right. Because not, not everyone really knows the big chill. Correct. Um, and so you kind of have to look up and discover these things and go down these different rabbit holes or like, hey, I like Jeff Goldblum. So I'm going to go and watch the big chill. Right. You know, um, yep. you know and that's kind of how it, how it kind of happens for a lot of people. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. So I've got a question. Yeah. What's the best way to watch Star Wars? Machete cut? Or oh, I was gonna say naked. One, <laughs> I don't know. One one two machete machete version or the uh, the prequels and then the sequels or the prequels and then the original trilogy or original trilogy then the prequels. I'm oh, I see what you're saying. Which order to yeah. watch them? I yeah. Mean, I, I I have you watched it in the machete order? What's the machete order? The machete order is um. Uh, the f- like first, chronological, huh? Like chronological? No, time. no. It's um, it's New Hope, mm-hmm. Empire. Then it goes back to uh, to um, Phantom the, Menace. The first Phantom Menace. Okay. Attack of the Clones. Uh, you, well, actually, you skip Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. These are all over yeah. Uh, and then you do a Attack of the Clones. Uh. Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Then, uh, Hi, then you do Return of the Jedi. <laughs> um, I, I go in chronological order. Yeah. Usually, hey! I mean. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, are we say... nerding out too much yeah. over here? <laughs> no, I just think to each their own. Don't have to be technical about, it, especially Star Wars. I mean, you can watch it how they were the year they were released or storyline wise. I mean. Honestly, you're gonna get the same feeling either way, because that's how why Star Wars is so great is because it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what how you watch it because you're gonna get the same feeling, same results each time. So I just think you're just putting too much work on yourself if you be analytical about how you should watch it. 
You heard it here first. Okay. Just saying. All right. Uh, I want to get back to the comments because uh, we got a lot of them coming in. Uh, let's see here. Ben says, let's uh, be realistic. This weekend was hardcore. Yeah, there was a lot going on for sure. Hey, look who it is. John Reese, my fellow co-host of Recliner Wrestling Review. Uh, what about brown sugar Pop-Tarts? Yeah, uh, we got some. <laughs> They're there. Uh, really good in the frappe style. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they are. It's uh, I actually have you had it in the latte form yet? Not yet. It's, Not me personally. I love it. I think um, I want to try that next. Yeah. Uh, Julia says Team Cherry Pop Tarts. Yes. Um, <laughs> ben says he was also the penitentiary in Australia before yes, he, he became a wrestler. Arrested. That's yep, yeah, correct. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben says my kiddo Jax would pick Elmo any day of the week. Chris Schneider says FYI, new bar on Lone Pine. The Rock is a cool place. Awesome. I've never heard of that. Um, do they do live music, Chris, or what kind of bar is it? Like, what's the what's the theme or the uh, the draw? Uh, Deborah says, do they have... Oh, she's asking the same things. Uh, John Reese, streaming edits. Uh, DVD and Blu-ray can't be messed with. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when we do our wrestling review, this is for our other show. Um, like, I'll watch on the network or something, and there will be... Uh, edits and stuff you know and he has a lot of he has a huge wrestling dvd collection and he's like well that's not actually what happened <laughs> mm -hmm. so and i'm sure it's the same with uh with movies as well yeah i'm, I'm like when they i have a huge physical collection i'm just a firm believer and i have a huge on my side too i actually don't do streaming at all i don't have any subscriptions or anything gotcha i'm like get a physical copy and do your own source on it or even to go read the book read the book version right book versions for anything yeah and for movie for movie edits like one of the first things that come to mind is obviously the twin towers like that's all mm -hmm. taken out of a lot of movies and stuff anymore especially on streaming and Same whatnot, with the harry so. potter books harry <laughs> potter <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know where he edits his arm off. I don't oh, know. Gosh. Um, Mike McCord says I had uh sleepaway camp movies on DVD, but not Blu-ray. They're so hard to find on regular DVD these days. Uh Nathan Jones was a horrible wrestler, but man, he looked tough. Yep, agreed. Um, Kim says, since you have movie buffs on today, what do they think about the driving experience? Thoughts? I'm a fan. Yeah. The I'm... first movie I saw was Star Wars at a driving. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. It's my, one of my actually my one of my first memories. Huh. What was it? What was it double featured with? Do you I don't remember. I don't even know if it was a double feature at that time. Yeah, I was going to say, I know from my experience in going to drive-ins, not all of them were double features. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it's, it, it was just a totally unique experience seeing Star Wars on the big screen back in the 77, I believe. Mm -hmm. I would have been four. Wow. Yeah, drive-ins took a, I mean, they're, they're a lot bigger now, uh, at least coming back because of the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, you know? which is, that's yeah. the one thing that I'm like, hey, I'm not mad at this. I, I think drive-ins are a fun experience. Um, it's it's something for the family to do and to do together that's different from um, going in a theater where you have to be all quiet and stuff. Like you could be with your family and, and talk amongst yourselves and that kind of thing. Um, plus, I'm just all for keeping old things around and not forgetting about them. Um, John says, uh, four, five, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine is the order that you should watch Star Trek. Yep. Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Terry Jones with us saying hi to everyone uh, since I've almost missed another show. Well, you were here just in the Kanika of time. Uh, ben says, wow, Josh, you're old. <laughs> I never. I'm just going to keep young. that up there for a minute. It's fine. I know my age. <sighs> just remember I'm... next time you go to Identity Crisis show that you want Josh to help you with something. What? 
<laughs> I was talking to Ben. I was defending oh. you. My oh, friend. there you go. Uh, Terry says my first Steve drive-in Steve. was uh, in movie was the original Star Wars and Ava. Yes, yep. that place actually was open back then. Uh, so I didn't know that Ava had one, Terry. Uh, I knew that Seymour did. Um, but uh, yeah, where where in Ava was that at? I'm curious to know. In Ava. Mm-hmm. It's in Ava. I know, but I mean, where? <laughs> so like the theater was off the corner of the square. Um, ben Russell says. I think it's just kind of out in the country off, yeah, the, off, 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 off the highway. The <laughs> uh, ben says, uh, like your producer, Josh Old, you keep him around. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, like keeping old things around. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to dig at me. Oh, all right. Let's get I'm to the uh, wine, buddy. Let's get to the the nitty gritty here. We're in the middle with uh, Wayne's World versus the Big Chill. Now we've already listed all the songs, so we won't go through all this. I don't think, unless you feel that we need to, um, maybe for a recap or something. I don't know. But uh, so we've got Wayne's World versus Big Chill. Christy Pressler, we'll start with you. Just I'm gonna go with Wayne's World based on my previous statement. Yes, saying that's still valid for this comparison. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Wayne's World because of yeah, based on what I said earlier. Same. Wayne's World. Same. There you go. Party uh, on. <laughs> Party on. <laughs> right. So for all the time that we <laughs> all the time that we spent on Oh Brother Where Art There earlier, there was the the re, the catch up for that. Yeah. Uh let's go to the comments. Um Mike McCorder says Aurora still has a drive-in mm-hmm. open. That one's good. I've personally um, never actually been to a drive-in. I oh, man. I've never had a pleasure Oh, doing you have it. to go. Yeah. I want it's to. Experience, I want sure. to. I just haven't had a chance yet. Uh, Terry says, kind of between town and country and Walmart across from Rawlings. Oh, sort of. Okay, gotcha. Um, so that was like right in the center of town. That's crazy. Um, Kim says, the big chill. Julia <laughs> says, Wayne's World. Uh, Queen continues to rule. Uh, Wayne's World for Stephanie and for Steven. Ben says, Wayne's World, party on. Excellent. Party on. Excellent. And, oh, wait. Well, and thanks to Wayne's World for I don't have adding my all black hat. But... Yes. I totally dressed up as me in one year. It was perfect. <laughs> it's got to look like a mullet. It, my hair doesn't look like a mullet. Whatever. All right. Uh, well, now it looks like a hot mess. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Ooh. Um, all right, so um, let's see here. We've got uh, John Reese says, uh, is the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack excluded from the bracket because it's the, obviously the best soundtrack ever? Uh, no, no, John. because we, we hate feminist movies, <laughs> right. right, Christy? Yeah. We're, not a, we're not. Actually, John is a, a big fan, honestly, of rom-coms, it, and it's always something that, like, I love, and it also cracks me up about John. Okay. Rom-coms are the separate Rom- bracket when it comes to soundtrack, and freaking 50 First Dates rules of all the rom-coms. Just saying. I, I would like to come back on the rom-coms, because I, I love rom-coms, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Duly noted. Um, yeah, I'm totally down for that. Let's see here. Ben says, uh, you and Josh should be waiting on Garth. Uh, should be Wayne and Garth for Halloween. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be mm-hmm. fun. I could do it. <laughs> But you gotta have like if you were an ice cream flavor, (laughs) you'd be pralines and dick. (laughs) But you gotta have like the the facial like his his facial is very good. He based that off of his brother. Did you know that? Yes. The facial expression (laughs) Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, do it again for the camera now. (laughs) If you were an ice cream flavor, you'd be pralines and dick. (laughs) 
All right. Well, good stuff, man. <laughs> I dig it. Mike McCorder says, yep, rom-coms rule. They made one I re- related to way much. What? They made one I related to way too much called Just Friends. Good movie. Good Never movie. seen it. Yeah. Very good. Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Anna Ferris. The opening scene. I'm thinking of Friends with Benefits. I swear. Also, also a good movie. Both good movies. <laughs> so, Friends with Benefits or... Right. Uh, One's a good movie and yes. <laughs> a good the barter. The answer is yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we'll move on. Roadhouse versus Saturday Night Fever. Do you want to know who won that? I do. I mean, it's kind of important to the whole show. True. I can just tell you that the Big Chill only got one vote. Oh. The Big Chill in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fair. Chill out. (laughs) Totally fair. Uh, All right. So, oops, I did the wrong one. Uh, I need to do Wayne's World moves on, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. That is correct. Next, we've got Roadhouse versus Saturday Night Fever. Ooh. All right. And uh, Nathan, we'll start with you on this one. Ooh, um, I think I'm going to choose Sam Elliott. So I'm going to choose Roadhouse because um, as much as I love the Bee Gees, um, you know, I just you know, like the, the music for Roadhouse is just like it. It's the movie. I mean, obviously, that's kind of the argument for a lot of the things that we <laughs> right. been talking about. Isn't it funny, though, how like depending on which side we're like, yeah, but that's all the movie was. And you're like, yeah, but it supported the movie. So it makes it great. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, to me, it's like uh, I also have a recency bias, too, because I, I think I, I, I've seen Roadhouse uh, more recently than I've seen Saturday Night, Night, Saturday Night Fever. Right. Because um, it's been a long time since I've seen Saturday Night Fever. And I've seen Roadhouse a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think in my book, I there's that. But I think it's just because I, I enjoyed the movie a lot more. So I think I'm going to choose Roadhouse for this one. OK, that's fair. Uh, Joshua. Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Christy, I'm with Josh. Saturday Night Fever. Um, piggybacking what he said, the if you're going to movie soundtracks, Saturday Night Fever was bought because of the soundtrack. Roadhouse movie was bought for the movie itself, not the soundtrack. Even though the music was great in Roadhouse, but if you're talking about movie soundtracks itself, as in you, you know what was bought more, Saturday Night Fever was bought more on the soundtrack part. So right. Um, real quick, Mike McCorder says. I think people are picking their movie they like better more than the soundtrack. Uh, so here's my my vote on this is Saturday Night Fever. And I think Roadhouse is a way better movie. So, Mike, I can't say that I totally agree on some of the ones that, that we've done in the past. I, I would say, yeah, some of us are leaning into movies that we like more so than the soundtrack, perhaps. Uh, but for me, not on that one. Um, Roadhouse is a way better movie, in my opinion. But Saturday Night Fever is a fi- by far better soundtrack. Agreed. Um, Let's go to the comments. John Reese says Roadhouse. <laughs> says Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Terry Jones, Roadhouse. Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Close. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben says, oh, ho, ho, ho. Staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, Mike says uh, Saturday Night Fever wins. Hands down. Elkie says Saturday Night Fever. Pretty sure Ben just voted like three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's singing. Uh, what do we got, Josh? What was your vote again? Saturday Night Fever. 
nine to five. Working nine to five. Which is a what really a good soundtrack too. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I hit the wrong button there. All right, so uh, Saturday Night Fever will advance on. All right, got that side updated. Uh, <laughs> my computer's so slow. Um, don't forget to sign up for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Help her brother out, please. All right, um, I'm, I'm gonna get mushy here, though. I really do. Pre- you, Josh, you and your both do great work. Oh, you thanks. guys are definitely underappreciated. Not and- that you could tell by today's show <laughs> on my part. Anyway. No, seriously. If, um, you know, this is a local podcast, of course, but we all know, but, you know, just some people deserve the credit that they needed, and you guys definitely de- deserve that for sure. Well, thank you well, so we much. Appreciate that. Yeah. Even even though Josh and I agree at times, by golly, we agree That's on right. a heck of a lot we too. We so. agree that we need to be appreciated. That's right. <laughs> here, here, and they need that Patreon for the. The bill that um, Josh fallen down the stairs. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those hospital bills are going to be through the roof. You know why? Because his old, I mean, his old hip oh, right. might might Never get mind. done in. Yeah. Scratch that out. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> Another movie soundtrack: Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure, and Bogus Journey are both great soundtracks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're going to do a part two, maybe a part three of this. Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Like I said, some of these <laughs> tournament of champions, there's so many to choose mm-hmm. from. Uh, I know, like the TV themes. I actually had like 50 or 60 and then I had to stop and like restart the list and separate animated from non-animated and uh, instrumental from ones with lyrics. So it's three different ones each with like 50 or 60 apiece. Right. Well, TV so, is down as Golden Girls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just saying. They're over here too. Um, Just saying. So, uh, so yeah. Um, next up, we've got Back to the Future versus Shrek. Ooh. Um. Wow. This we're is the hardest we're we're me. getting down to the nitty gritty now, folks. Uh, you thought we were feisty and fighting before. You ain't seen nothing yet, baby. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> uh, Christy, what do you think? Um, Back to the Future or Shrek? <sighs> this is hard because they're both so good. I'm gonna have to say Back to the Future just because Shrek is basically repeating previous songs that were on previous movies even though it, it got more recognition for doing it but the for you know for I've, for first time hearing the certain songs and that and back to future has a couple of originals attached to the movie um i think i would definitely go i would have to go to back to futures based on that part just because even though the, the songs in shrek made them get recognized again you still have heard them before the movie either way right but in back to the future there's a couple of originals plus you know just that part of alone where when back to future came out those were were considered new new so right based on that part i have to say back to the future for sure okay so christy's going with back to the future mm-hmm. um nathan what do you think uh yeah this is this is difficult um just because i i mean i associate music with both these films like like almost like scene for scene so right I would say um, I th- I'm thinking Back to the Future though because um, yeah, I'm just Huey Lewis in general. Uh, mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just yeah. I, I mean, let's not forget Chuck Berry. Yeah, with uh, Johnny Be Good. It's just I mean yeah, it's, it's it's all that. So I mean, as much as I like, we were talking about earlier with Shrek. It's I mean, those are all past artists. Like you know, obviously, just like you know, uh, some of the other uh, movies that we were talking about earlier with. Um, just exposing a new generation to these different songs. I think, right. um, I think 
Back to the Future still has that originality to it that uh, I think will edge it over Shrek. So I'm going to pick Back to the Future. That's fair. Totally fair. Uh, Joshua, what do you think? Back to the Future. I've got to go Shrek. <laughs> um, <laughs> face. Yeah, it, it, became I, a believer. I did. Um, I think my my final reasoning for that would be because um, it exposed people to more artists besides just the heavy on the Huey Lewis and the news kind of thing. Uh, again, going back to what I said earlier, if somebody's watching both of these movies now and they had never seen them before. You're getting more exposure to, first of all, more artists and bands, but also even further back um, in the catalog, which I'm all for. So Shrek for me, which is, again, so funny because it drives me nuts when people are like, I'm a believer. Oh, that's that movie from Shrek. I'm like, no, it's that song from the 60s by the monkeys. Um, so, yeah, it's it's weird that I'm saying that, but I am. Uh, let's see here. Um, you want the monkeys go watch the movie head great great movie there you go uh ben says when do you pause for a station identification slash bathroom break uh well we just did <laughs> a minute ago but uh we're going to again here in just a minute as soon as we finish this next bracket take your phone um, in the bathroom with you that's right um <laughs> just don't tell us all of your adventures um or or do just send them to me privately uh no don't uh, Deborah says Saturday Night Fever. They actually had a movie premiere on TV that featured the music, just like they did for Sgt. Pepper's in Greece. Gotcha. Uh, Steven says you say like you do, like you're drinking. Just <laughs> keeps getting more and more unintelligible. Next time it'll just be like a Wookie call. Fair. We've got a Wookie call. Yeah, that phone. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Deb says me too. Uh, thank you for being a friend. Yes, th- exactly. Uh, back to the future for Kim. Back to the future for <laughs> um, <laughs> Ben says, uh, come on now, Hugh Lewis. So I guess that's a back to the future. Yep. Terry says back to the future. Ben, yep, confirmed back to the future. John says back to the future. Huey for life. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, uh, Huey for life. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so Stephen says, uh, Shrek and back to the oh Stephanie says Shrek and he says back to the future so one and one for both of them Elke says back to the future Terry says my 12 year old daughter loves uh, the Johnny B. Good scene yeah it's a great scene um, back to the future for Mike McCorder and that's all we've got on comments so where are we at on votes uh, two for Shrek 11 hey. for back to the future fair enough here's the deal I'm not mad at any of this I, they're all great at um, this point they're they're all champions yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly we've we've gotten all the fluff out of the out of the business um okay so next up we've got so you're admitting the bodyguard is fluff yes no <laughs> you some bitch i'm not um so you just said we've gotten all the fluff out of the business that doesn't mean that everything that's out of the business was all fluff but you yeah, just Urban said Cowboy. we've gotten all the fluff out of the business yes we've gotten um guardians of the galaxy 2 uh batman uh, urban cowboy <laughs> we've gotten all the fluff out uh all right so <laughs> next up we've got top gun versus old brother where art thou oh man now then now let's hear your arguments for some bluegrass crap <laughs> joshua we're starting with you top gun <sighs> oh what 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 i'm going i'm going what? with the springfield boy go on Oh, so you're going for the hillbillies? Go- <laughs> <laughs> He's a shepherd of the hill. Yes. Come on, Branson. 
To be fair, yeah, I'm both, going Top Gun. <laughs> to okay. be fair, yeah. both movies represent that that culture, though. They do. A little bit, kind of. In their own unique way. Yeah, you're In right. In their own way. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Nathan. I'm going to pick Oh Brother Wart, though. Sticking to your guns. And by guns, I don't mean top guns. Um, Christy, what do you think? So I, I chose the opposite of both of these movies. So that's true. Yeah, I did. So, Ooh, so now you gotta now we're we're bending your arm and uh, forcing your decision. I know it's between Cruz and Clooney. It's actually between the the soundtrack and the soundtrack. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. Well, well, I just got to say that for Mike McCorder's behalf. Oh, true. Good point. All right. <laughs> um, zone. The danger right. zone or the depression. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, danger, jo- danger zone, or Jesus? <laughs> I'm gonna go with O Brother as well. Uh, just okay. to me, just you know, between those two, what, what your guys' previous argument counts for this particular comparison. So, okay. I'm gonna say, Bo Brother. so you hate Springfield musicians. Oh, <laughs> no, I did not. So, you're saying, so, you, so you're saying, as one of the top supporters around this area, you think I hate them? Come on now. Well, I mean, I guess your support only goes to a point, right? Oh, Christy, where art thou? Uh, okay, <laughs> my vote is easily Top Gun, uh, just way better hits to me. So, that's uh, against them. So, should we just walk out now? I mean, <laughs> right. Um, Let's see where I stopped off at. Uh, Kim said, that's what I heard, Josh. Uh, Kim, Kim also says, Top Gun. Julia says, this is difficult. Oh, brother. Uh, for her, Steven says, Top Gun. Terry says, oh, brother. Uh, Elkie, Top Gun. John, Top Gun. Hey, Top Gun's going to win yep. it. Uh, Back and forth until then. Steven, what does Stephanie vote? I know she's driving, so and you're voting for both. Uh, ben says, oh, brother. Gonna let the uh votes keep coming in. This it's is five to six. Top yeah, it's it's by a hair. Close. Come on, people. Well, um look, top gun's inverted now. <laughs> here, um, do that again. It's inverted. Yep. There you go. Doing some barrel rolls. Can we see a barrel roll? Real barrel roll. <laughs> Call back to Nintendo 64. Yeah, right. Starbucks. True. Uh, Steven says, oh, brother, uh, for Stephanie. Barb says, top gun. Another and one. Another, one. <laughs> another coin toss on this one, maybe. Getting pretty close. Um, Let's see here. What other arguments can I make for top gun Ooh. real quick? Um, <laughs> Jesse says, oh, brother. I mean, you can only oh. say danger zone so many times. <laughs> Jesse says, oh, brother. Okay. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> top gun. Okay, we're caught up. Yep. Tied. Mmm. Wow. We need another vote. We need another gun. vote. I don't want to be in the in the <laughs> semifinals oh, with coin flips. Oh, oh, Kim, oh, says, oh, Kim Hart says, "Oh, oh. brother." Boom. We need two more for Top Gun. <laughs> we need one more for Oh, brother. Seal it. <laughs> and I'm gonna call it in three, two, no. one. <laughs> Let's give him a couple more minutes. All right. Fair enough. Um, ben and Jesse asked the baby, "Which one?" <laughs> Let's see here. Um... What? Can't change. What? Thank you, you Ben. No. Thank you, Ben. He can change. No. We can change, people. It's all right. I, I hold on. I change my love to Top Gun. 
I just had to read that officially. Okay. I didn't change my vote initially when I was. Oh I, yeah, you're gonna I, let it go because it's with you. Come no, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I'm saying that I, I initially was like, oh, your all your arguments were like, hey, yeah, you, like, you but I didn't it. though. No, you did early on in the show. You did. No, I thought I no. Yep. I, no, no, no. That's what I was saying. I thought I said I don't want to do. No, that you said you did. This has all so been I, a I sham. Vote. The votes are. Uh, but you didn't hear what I said afterwards. Like I'm maybe sick. not. Okay. Well, yeah, but I. I, I think it was far ahead though. I don't think it affected. Which one was it? Yeah. Which one was it? Terry says, I triple my vote for old brother. That doesn't count. <laughs> ben says, Jax would like top gun up better. Um, okay, so his his two-year-old or one-year-old is Maybe. voting for top gun. That's not an official vote yet. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> But Jesse said Jackson would like O Brother, so his vote doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't gonna vote. It wasn't gonna count anyway. If he can't type, then he, he doesn't get an answer. Oh man, so I don't want to do a coin flip. Uh, Kim Garmory says I call voter voter fraud. Yeah, exactly. Ninety eight percent, pretty much. Yeah. Tune in at six o'clock in the morning when we figure out who the next advance is going to be. You know be. what? I'm gonna go ahead and change mine. No, no. you're not. No, oh, no, no. Only no, only because. Wait, wait, wait. Says, can my vote get extra weight because I was on the cover of a bluegrass <laughs> album? No, but that's really cool. Uh, ben says, can I change my vote again? No, we're calling it. What's <laughs> what's the score? Are we tied? I mean, it's if we minus out Ben's, then we're tied because he he's he's going back and forth. I don't think he can be a trust. <laughs> I don't I choose. Hang on. Steven says, Steven uh, Com says, my cat can type and he votes for. Blah, 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 blah. You can't. Ju- listen, Steven. That looks like Brother listen, now. Steven. <laughs> your, your cat. Look a lot like Brother Steven, your cat cannot vote for your wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there with hog. Okay. So if we allow Ben to change his vote, he's vote. He's changed eight times. Here we go. Oh, Scott Garmory, Top Gun. Okay, that sells it for Top Gun by one. There you go. Uh, and that's a that's a true vote. Um, uh-oh. Uh, nope. Deb says, if we're voting for O Brother, I'm voting on... Oh, wait. If we are voting for O Brother, I'm voting for O Brother. Okay, so yes, Deborah, it's uh, O Brother versus Top Gun. Uh, John says, my action figures vote Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, well, there's your landslide. Um, Julia says that would be the same cat that photobombed a couple weeks ago (laughs) on the British podcast. That's awesome. Eight to eight. Uh, Terry says that was Cantonese for over brother. (laughs) 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 So it's eight to eight. Eight We're back to a tie. We can ask one of my other personalities. I think we should just coin toss it. Coin toss it? Yep. Well, I was thinking if we're going to compare it to the other movies that are still on the list, it would be kind of fun. To do Top Gun with the other choices to kind of make things more interesting. If you look at the other ones that are still on the list, Je- Jessica didn't. Oh, Jessica says I'm here. Oh, brother. Uh, except for <laughs> we did it. already get yeah, your vote because vote. Oh, yeah, um, we did. Yeah, sorry. I'm nice try. To, well, I appreciate Jones, you being Jones here. Jones got to look out for another Jones. That's right. Share the, share There's a lot of Jones going on. I just people. realized that we got Jessica <laughs> Jones. We've got Terry Jones. We've got Nathan Jones. We've got Nathan James. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> My alter ego. Right, yeah. Um, alter ego, get to vote. <laughs> ben says, oh, damn. No, oh, brother. <laughs> uh, Jessica says, I want to make sure it was real life. Yes, it's real life. Uh, Mike says, they never did a remake of Oh, Brother like they did with Top Gun and Days of Thunder. So, oh, brother. Ooh, good point there, my friend. Okay. 
Uh, has Mike Mike's already, already voted? I'm I'm checking on that. And I think he voted for Top Gun. No, I think he switched it up. He, he, he voted he, for Top Gun Gary, on the first, Gary, on the first uh, round. Mike, Mike has I not think voted. He voted on the first round for Top Gun, but not for this round. Mike hasn't voted. Correct. Mike hasn't voted. So, oh, brother, for the win. Oh, John says, let's, oh, dang it. Uh, let's be real. Back to the Future is going to the finals. Top Gun and Oh Brother will be gone soon. Um, <laughs> hmm. Fair. Maybe, maybe so. Ben says the suspense maybe. is killing me. Uh, Mike says, I changed my mind. I'll get out of here with that crap. <laughs> All right. So I'm calling it. Oh Brother will go forward. Uh, I hate it, but yeah. it's it's happening. All right. So I just got to let it happen. Um, we'll I'm just going make you to... some waffles in the danger zone for, zone for you. <laughs> there you go. Um, I've got to figure out. I've got to buy some batteries for my mouse or something. That's being stupid. Yeah, quote unquote, you're a mouse. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't. Was it Back to the Future or Shrek? Back to the Future, it went forward? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, and by the way, mm -hmm. the uh, initials of O Brother Word, where art thou? Spell Obwat. 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 Um. Okay. And then I've got to take that one over here. Um, just can't the knees for that sucks. <laughs> oh my god. Uh okay, so I've got uh this uploading and we're gonna take one final commercial break here in just one second, and um perhaps if I could get this old computer to listen to me. All right. Um yeah, one more commercial break and we'll be back in just one minute. Hey musicians, do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with next level production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at Sunset Productions Springfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. Rock Coffee. Our coffee rocks. All right. Uh, we are back. Well, I say, we, I don't know why I always say we are back. Literally, I'm the only person in the room right now. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I got nothing. I got no filler material. I got nothing, man. Check out our website. Go to our Patreon. All that kind of fun stuff. I'll just steal everything from other podcasts. See how you like that. Um, and I'll do it better. See how you like that. Uh, okay, so I'm going to jump over here to the comments because um, 
Mike McCorder, you're giving me mixed signals here, bro. I don't know which one you voted for, so I'm I'm going to scroll up here a little bit, and uh, I don't. Uh, we can't be having any voter fraud, so I got to make sure that uh, all the votes for Back to the Future. Oh, I'm sorry for uh, whatever the damn thing was that we voted for. Oh, brother versus Top Gun are all in. Um, and I'm not seeing a Mike McCorder vote until the end, which was right there where you say, so, oh, brother. So that's what your vote was. And then he says, change his mind. Uh, then he said, I was going to vote top gun. So just for the record, tough <laughs> decisions been made always and forever. All right. Um, no, that's not accurate. We're not out of time. We're just out of graphics. So I'm going to fix that. All right. Bring this down here. All right. We're getting our crew back together. I, I can sense it. Oh, I've got everybody muted. There we go. Hey. Hey, we're all back. Just no, we're back in black. I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, a different, kind of. That's a different copy. Here. It is. Yeah, it's a bold roast. Joshua, we want to tell him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a bold roast. <laughs> it's a it's a Guatemalan blend that has uh, some blend. blueberries in it or something. No, I don't know. Uh, all right, so we are in the finals here, our quarterfinals or something. I don't know. Brackety, brackety, oh bracket. Oh my gosh, this is going to be tough, man. So, Look yeah. at that bracket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's start. Wayne's World versus Saturday Night Fever. By the way, without without revealing anything. Without saying what it is, what you've got written down is what you thought would win. Is it still in the running or not? Yes. Mm -hmm. Same. Nope. Wow. Interesting. All right. I thought Top Gun. All right. So uh, Wayne's World versus Saturday Night Fever. Uh, Christy, we'll start with you. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Every day. Every day. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joshua Wayne's World Party on, excellent uh, Nathan <laughs> Pick Wayne's World And honestly the wow. argument about different variety Like you mentioned is, is going to be For Wayne's World uh, you know, Compared to Saturday Night Fever so. I get that I get that Because uh, if you're not into disco You're not going to dig that album So exactly. I get that uh, Okay so um you guys are dead wrong. It's Saturday Night Fever. Um, I will go ahead and reveal mine now, since we already know Josh's is Top Gun. Mine was Saturday Night Fever. So um, we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll go to the comments where everybody's voting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jessica Jones says, hey, you guys. Uh, Wayne's World for Steven. I didn't know that Goonies was in this. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> Julia, uh, uh, what? Who <laughs> says Wayne's World? Uh, Kim says Saturday Night Fever. Thank you for not letting me hang out here by myself. Ben says Wayne's World. Stephanie, Wayne's World. Kim Hart, Wayne's World. Terry Jones, Wayne's World. Uh, Party on Excellent. Um, I still like to dance like John Travolta. Though. Okay, gotcha. John says Wayne's World. Deborah says, "Are you kidding? It's Aerosmith, Wayne's World." Uh, Elke, sequel, but yes. Yeah. Elkie says Saturday Night Fever. Keep, keep dreaming on. All right. 
Uh, Stephanie says, son, we need you to vote like five minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike says, oh, this is going to be great. Okay. okay, this is hard. Wayne's World all over my wheelhouse when it came to music I love uh, to play and listen to. However, Saturday Night Fever to find a band and a time. Sadly, in 1982, Wayne's World, I was bookending the end of an era in rock. So Saturday Night Fever takes it. Does it mean 1992? Was it when it came out, right, though? Yeah, we'll or say that. It was probably a typo. Uh, anyway, We'll go with that. No, Joshua, I don't even want to ask. <laughs> I, really, I disagree. Yes, the whole there the you go. Type of thing. I, I disagree with that nah, part. It's all good. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> let's see here. Joshua, what is our score, sir? 11 to 4. <laughs> <laughs> I totally hit the wrong button. That works. <laughs> That's the one I was aiming for. Oh. Yep, there it is. <sighs> well, it's all been sham, folks. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Um, so now we've got Back to the Future versus Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, we'll let you go first between Back to the Future and Oh Brother. Back to the Future. I was waiting for a speech and everything. I know, I've right? already made my arguments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, and um, what do you think, Nathan? I'm going to pick Oh Brother. Sticking with your know. guns, huh? Mm -hmm. I respect that. Uh, Christy? If we're thinking numbers-wise, Oh Brother would be it, but popularity-wise... Back to features up there a little bit, a little bit more, not much, but a tad bit up there. So if we're thinking movie soundtrack based on the movie, not just the sales of the songs, I'm going to go with Back to the Future. In my opinion, of course. I'm going to agree with you, Christy. Um, I would, I would be more inclined to vote for Oh Brother because they did have other good songs on there, mm -hmm. but they played the ever living crap out of Constant Sorrow. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, back to the future. Let's uh, let us go to the comments. Single person. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Maybe. What's that? What'd you say, Nathan? Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, just to kind of piggyback. I know we already argued to death about our brother, <laughs> but um, well, we're still alive. Yeah, we're still alive. But uh, no, we're not staying alive. No, but we're no, still alive. No. <laughs> but no, uh, when it comes to like like association, like like I think a lot more about Marty and Doc. Then I think about the music when I think of Back to the Future, and I think exactly. more about the the like the score with or the soundtrack with Oh Brother. Yeah, like it's just it's inherently tied to the the movie, but obviously so is Back to the Future. But that's just my association. That's fair. Yeah, so. no, I, I I would actually agree with that. Um, it's a good point. Ben says uh, Mike made a made me change my vote with that intriguing debate Saturday Night Fever, Saturday Night Freaking Fever. There you go. Where were um, you like 10 minutes ago to help him out there? It wouldn't help. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have. Uh, Elkie's crying because Saturday Night Fever lost, I'm assuming. Uh, Jessica Jones says, hi, Joshua Poo. Hi, Jessica Jones. Uh, Mike says, you can disagree. The death of 80s rock and culture speaks for itself, even if I didn't like it. Jessica says, I win. Uh, all right. Ben says, back to the future. 
Hart, uh, Kim Hart says Back to the Future. Steven says Back to the Future. Same for Elkie and same for Kim Garmory. Stephanie Norton says, Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, Michael Norton. There we go. Uh, Back to the Future, hands down. Thanks for joining us finally, Michael. Uh, let's see here. Ju <laughs> my, my throat's going to kill me. Uh, also, a difficult choice. I'm fighting for Oh, brother to win. Going down with the ship. <laughs> oh, death. Uh, John Reese says, Back to the Future. Terry says, I refuse to vote. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. Uh, Mike says debating is fun. That's exactly it. You, you're right on the money there. Uh, ben says, what was Doc's last name? Doc His Brown. name was Emmett Brown. There you go. Uh, Deborah Klein says, oh, brother, where art thou? They played the ever-loving crap out of that Huey Lewis uh, then, too. I was live when the this movie came out. You were probably live when both of them came out, if I had to guess. Uh, just a guess. Just a guess. Uh, Doc Brown. There you go. Uh, ben says, thank you. All right. Uh, oops. Uh, where are we at so far on votes, Joshua? Ten to four. Oh, I don't think we're going to catch up. Too. So, uh, oh, brother wins. Or no, back to the no, future. Back, back to the future. future. Cool. I mean, oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> Just okay. Right. Um, let me get this updated here. Going to be Wayne's World versus Back to the Future. Ooh. It is. That is exactly it. <laughs> You live over there, Christy? Yep. All right. Just drinking water. And drinking no, no, no. I just, I don't need you having a heart attack or a stroke or uh, <laughs> anything. I mean, that's, uh, I don't want that to be a thing on the show. Um, all right. So, yes. Uh, back to the future versus Wayne's world. Holy guacamole. This is the final? This is it, man. Is for the whole it's enchilada? the final bracket. <laughs> realize rocky's shipping on the list too there scored. weren't really i mean that's scored yeah yeah, yeah. i guess you're yeah, go scores. Good point too. Mm -hmm. minus minus uh either tiger but yeah Wars, yeah that is right. good point yep. yep yeah and so while we're talking about that uh we'll obviously do a different episode for musicals right. um or slash broadway slash whatever yeah, you want to call it in court definitely involved in that one for yeah sure. where's spinal <laughs> tap right right oh, why but here's the thing like those those are all original songs written for that as opposed to like these are mostly comprised of mainstream songs that were used on the albums. Stonehenge, so. that's all I have to say. Yeah, fair. Right. Fair. And were they now the people's Stonehenge? And what would they say to us if we were here tonight? Write this one down for us. Terry says, I'm in a bad sale area, so I'll vote Wayne's World while I can. All right. Uh, yes, Josie is a musical. All right. So uh, before I get going on, on the comments here, because I could go to town on those, right. uh, Christy. For your final vote, are you going Wayne's World or Back to the Future? I'm going to have to go with my gut and go with Wayne's World just because, you know, we go back to the whole Queen thing. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody went back in the top chart because of that movie. Mm -hmm. I just like the personal connection way Wayne's World has with Queen and everything like that. And plus what all the hard work that the cast and crew did in that movie. I'll go back to Tia Carrera. I'm saying her name wrong, probably. But Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra. But anyways, um, just you got to count. You got to count those kind of in, into the movie of all the work behind the scenes to make sure the music is good in it. So I'm going to say Wayne's World. Okay. Uh, Joshua. Well, Back to the Future. I love the soundtrack. But again, Wayne's World, the, the music is much more of a character in that. So, 
So your vote is Wayne's World. Okay. And Nathan. <laughs> never gets tired. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. And uh, yeah, Wayne's World never gets tired for me. Uh, right. I, like I, like we were saying, like I I think the the the, the movie like they own, it's its own character and it has its own things going on with it. So yeah, I, to me it's like there's you know everything. I'm just echoing what everyone's saying, but yeah, Wayne's World is the thing that I think about. So yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and and kind of like you said earlier too, Nathan. Like in comparing the two, it's way easier to correlate. Bohemian Rhapsody with Wayne's World than it is to compare a Huey Lewis and the News song to Back in the Future for me. Right. So, yeah, and then like, it, like I was saying, like I, I, I think of Doc Brown and I think of Marty and I think a lot of their scenes and yeah, there's a lot of music connected to it, but like you know, it, like it hits you in the face. I almost think more Rhapsody. sound effects and stuff, sure, associated with it than than yeah. actual songs. That and you sometimes you'll either get the song or the name of the person, never the song and artist. In that when it comes to the music in the movies. Like Bohemian Rhapsody, we know that's Queen Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World. But like in Back to the Future, not everyone's going to know either the power of love or the artist. So you got to think of that as well. Is most people are going to basically what you're saying is Queen was kind of a bigger band, so it's more more well known. Right. The other songs too that were in there, just you're going to associate the artist and song with right in that movie. Right. Also, the sequence just punches you in the face with with Wayne's World, like right at the very beginning (laughs) of the movie. Yeah. True. All right, let's go to the comments. Um, I've got to, I've got to find where we stopped. Okay, so what's that? You didn't give us your answer yet. Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, okay, Stephanie says Wayne's World. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian, sorry. Ben Russell says poop. Um, I don't think that's. Hey, a... I told you, don't take the phone in there and tell me your stuff, man. <laughs> Um, okay, so Deborah says, uh, "Where is Spinal Tap?" Well, that's it's, a different. It's, yeah, we'll it's a whole different. We'll talk about it at eleven. That's right. Uh, Wayne's World. Oh, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, Beelzebub has a devil for the sun for me. We'll have to we'll have to do that as we go off here yes. uh, after after our uh, replay of the Life Project. Right. Uh, Wayne's World for Jessica Jones. Stephanie said, "Oh, geez, I'm sorry, Stephen. Especially Rocky Four." If you guys only could see where my comments jump around to. Uh, I'm in a bad cell. Oh, yep. We got your vote. Uh, John Reese says Josie is a musical. Yep. Uh, Steven says Wayne's World. Steven Thomas Cobb says I vote for Rushmore. Wes Anderson. Good movie. Uh, ben says Wayne's World because of Queen. Barb says Back to the Future. John says Back to the Future. Kim Garmory says Back to the Future. Elkie says, back to the future. Deborah Klein, it's the ballroom blitz. Wayne's world. Mm-hmm. Ben says, amen. And Michael says, unpopular opinion. Back to the future soundtrack is better than Wayne's world. <laughs> well, that's what we're determining. You're you're right. Uh, it is unpopular. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Scott Garmory says, back to the future. And Stephanie says, I should smack you. Ben says, I wonder who made more money, Hugh Lewis or Queen off of the soundtracks? I would say by far Queen, Queen. Uh, because their their price was probably much higher to for licensing. Yeah. Um, they got back in the charts. Correct. Uh, Barb says, I'm changing my vote to Wayne's World. <laughs> Baseball. Oh, we're doing that changing. Uh, well, we haven't we haven't called it yet, so we're still we're still in the in the green. Uh, Deb says, I thought Josie was on vacation far away. <laughs> Come around, we'll talk it over. There you go. <laughs> So many things I want to say. Is that right? Is that next? Yep. You know, I like my girl's just a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still got it. 
All right. Um, okay, so, so far, uh, keep coming in with votes if you haven't voted yet, but where are we at right now? 7-4. Ooh. <laughs> Back to the future, you got some work to do. Back to the future 3. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Actually, it was better than Back to the Future 2. Uh, you know about the scene at the end? The Which one? The kid? Yep. Yeah. Pointing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Creepy kid. Very much like Teen Wolf in the. Yep. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We're going to do like a whole Michael J. Fox scene. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot more action. Wait a minute. I got this one. Yeah. <laughs> um summer already. Right. All right. Well, um, I believe I believe that's all folks. Yeah, looks like uh well you, you getting that ready? All right. Um all right. It's been determined, y'all. Our mission has been accomplished. The winner for today. Oh, somewhere. One of these. Do you need me to go to full video? No, well, no, open. Full somewhere video. I I don't know which one of these. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh goodness! Red alert! Here we there's go! A, Here we go! There's a dolphin <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. I'm pretty sure it's a Mel Brooks sound effect. <laughs> Here, Here we go! Here we go! Wayne's Womb, Wayne's Womb, party on. Excellent. Good stuff, guys. Really good stuff. This was fun. Um, let me go back over here to the comments before we get our sign-off stuff going on. Um, oh, where do we go? Do you want to see our cards? Uh, my favorite... Uh, Michael J. Fox movie is The Frighteners. Yep, we talked That's about that earlier. It's a great movie. Very underrated. Uh, Mike McCorder says, Queen in 1992 was far from the height of popularity in America since the mid-80s. Wayne's World did them wonders. Yes, exactly mm -hmm. so. Uh, and Ben Russell said, whoa! <laughs> okay, now then, yes. Um, Nathan, let's go ahead and see what your pick was to win all these brackets. Oh, goodness. Wayne's World! Wayne's World. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Christy? Wow! Looky there, man. From the very get-go, you guys called it. Good oh, yeah. stuff. Good job, guys. Yeah. And what you, you had picked Top Gun? I had picked Top Gun, and I was pissed <laughs> he was, off. He like, was not it having it. it. He's got half a top it. and I half a gun. More Springfield love. Y'all <laughs> oh. just haters. All right. Jessica Jones says, once again, I win. <laughs> Hey, we're all winners, are we not? We're all winners. Anytime you watch this podcast, you're a winner. That's right. Collusion. Anytime you watch any <laughs> other podcast, you're a wiener. Uh, those are my final thoughts. No, uh, well, maybe they are. All right. Yes, indeed, we are out of time. Uh, ben Russell says, uh, I still think Dirty Dancing should have won. Aww. And Stephanie says, I thought Top Gun should have won. Well, there you go. I, I think that uh, we should do this again sometime, is what Agreed. I think. Um, so... Real quick, I want to say once again, thank you very much, Christy Pressler, for being here, and Nathan Jones. Thank you both for your time and for all of your fun input today. It, it was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad uh, that we got two like actual movie buffs, people that are actually passionate about movies and stuff to help us out on this. So thank you both very much. So much fun. Um, yeah, so much. 
Christy, where can people find you or see you out and about next? And uh, remind them of your new venture in case they missed your big announcement. Yeah, so first and foremost, you'll catch me uh, helping out Amp Entertainment uh, with some uh, showing off some promo. Um, promoting and you know just sharing fun stuff and everything and you'll see me around supporting local artists as much as I can um, I'm on Facebook and Instagrams if you need to help finding out what shows are coming up definitely re- you can always reach out to me as well and and yeah um, I do some funny stand-up sometimes yeah sometimes I make people laugh and that's, sometimes and that's, you know I'm glad you mentioned that because I meant to bring <laughs> that up and I totally dropped the ball um, so you have been doing some stand up and stuff and some open mics and that kind of thing. Bit, um, yeah. yeah. And I, I was so honored to be able to be there for your first one. I thought you did a great job. Is that something that you're going to continue to do is like, how often do you see yourself getting on, on stage and, and doing some stand up? Honestly, it really just depends on um, right now. It's just like a once a week type of thing. Just I've only done three sessions so far. But once a week is pretty, pretty yeah. often. Yeah. You know, just kind of go out in there. Definitely getting used to the atmosphere because mm-hmm. it is a different, you know, Very. dynamic for yep. sure. And it's not easy. Most people, they, they could just talk like this and be funny. It's not right. the case. Yeah. You, sometimes you got to realize people are going to think you're funny, but not, they're not going to express it. Right. It's just like watching a movie, for example. Exactly. You know, so. Yep. And but I'm just, you know, getting, you know, getting my feet wet in that. And as long yeah. as people keep asking, I'm going to keep doing it. I think so. you should. I think you absolutely should. I'm all for people following their dreams. Um, and, and for people finding new dreams and new hobbies and yeah, new things to sure. fall in love with. So and, and, and I'm all if for anyone that. wants to suggest what kind of open mics to go to or any places do you want me to try out? Feel free to holler at me. I, I'll do one, at least one place, at least once, you know, try it out and yeah. go out and yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, and Nathan for you, um, like you said, search on YouTube for Nathan Jones, mm-hmm. uh, not, not Nathan Jones. Yeah, there you go. That was a little better. You can see me in the new Mortal Kombat film. Yes, yeah. and and uh, well, I won't say any more than that. I've seen it already, <laughs> so I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, but yeah, uh, good stuff. Um, let's go ahead and see what we've got next here, Josh. Be sure to check out our website at www.audioroast.com, where you can find merch, playlists, and past episodes, as well as links to our sponsors and YouTube channel. All right. Final thoughts. My final thoughts are. I don't know. Go watch a good movie, man. It's not all about music. It's it's all about everything that brings us to music. And it's uh, all entertainment. It's all subjective. Uh, this is not the final answer. Uh, it might be my final thoughts, but it's not the final answer that uh, Wayne's World is the best uh, soundtrack. It's only 16, and there's hundreds. So, with that being said, uh, before we sign off, we got a little Bohemian Rhapsody we've got to do. So, um Oops, I hit the wrong one. There we go. Uh, Josh, you want to kick it off somewhere? No. All right. Uh, Nathan, you want to kick it off somewhere? No. Christy? Bohemian Rhapsody, hit us. I know, I'm trying to think which... You know what? Why don't you... You're hosting. Why don't you do it? <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got. <laughs> <laughs> we can do headbanging, though. I didn't know if you There you go. Yeah, we'll headbang. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Do we that again. We got a headbanger. You ready? One, two, two three. three. That's for you, Josh. <laughs> On that note, we're out. I didn't do it. I didn't-